listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Far too, so goddamn fine, so goddamn mine. Prone to be stingy, is your heart be kind? Wanna zip this down, wanna zip this down. Wanna unbun this, does it make you smile? Wanna curl your toes, arch your back, break your sweat, watch you throw it back, throw it back, throw it back, throw it back, throw it back. Girl, who taught you that? You can bet it, yeah. I will wet it, but Yes, I said it. Ozone is where you headed, Jack. Yeah, you know you love it, huh? You know I love it, huh? Just turn the volume up a tad for the neighbors. For the neighbors. For the neighbors. Turn the volume up just a tad for the neighbors. For the neighbors. Keep it on the hush-hush and don't talk too much. Thugged out entertainment. You know what we touch? All our whips got navigation. While your whips is just garbation. Is you knowing who you facing? Hmm? No. Who am I facing? Noriega. Oh. Super thug. I don't think I heard that before. Oh, you heard it before. Oh, okay. I probably just don't know that part of the lyrics. Uh, maybe you don't, but hey, you're listening to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast with your host, Rod and Karen. And we're in the house for a Saturday morning feedback episode. Yes, we are. Um, and apparently Karen does not recognize that she already knows the song. I probably do. Super I like thug. Yes. Um, and I, I'll play something for you, Karen, if I can get it going here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Never heard this before. Noriega is the best, man, because nothing he says makes sense. It just has to rhyme. That's his only rule. <laughs> I don't care about this interlude, but this interview, this interlude don't even make sense. No, it doesn't. What? You found Nor man, well, Noriega. Oh, yes. I told you you knew this ho, song. Ho, ho, ho. What? 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 
Where? Where was he? He's in the Philippines. Where's Cabo San Diego? <laughs> She's with him? In Africa? <laughs> they stole jewelry. Oh, shit. We own it. <laughs> yeah, I like the girl singing in the background. That's my favorite part. Superstar. Okay. Okay. Because there's so much shit going on. I got a helicopter. We're trying to find Carmen San Diego. I'm sorry. But none of it much. makes sense. Listen to these, listen to these lyrics. What do those three things have to do with each other? Not a damn thing. Hey, yo, we light a candle, run laps around the English Channel. Neptune's, I got a cocker spaniel. Uh-uh, not, not less a cocker spaniel. Stand for something other than a real cocker it's, spaniel. It's like he's playing that game where you tell two lies and one truth, or two truths and one lie. <laughs> and everybody got to guess which out. one is the lie. I'm going to say run laps around the English Channel is a lie here. I would say so, too. Yeah, but the, I mean, like I said, the only thing these things have in common is they rhyme. Let's listen That's to some it. more. We on the run now. You know it ain't no fun now. And where I go, yo, niggas can't even come now. You ain't the law, nigga, break it. I, I don't care. care. But when you get caught, remember that. I, I don't, don't care. care. Yeah, he'll rhyme the same shit with the same shit. <laughs> This is like, like you. Know, this is what I tell people, man. Because all the time, people ride, man. You, you come down on, on, on these artists, man. What's wrong with Young Jeezy? I like Young Jeezy. Why you hating on Young Jeezy? And I say, listen, man. It's okay to like some bullshit. It is. I do. But you need to be real about the fact that it's some bullshit. Oh yeah. I, I love Nori. This I, is some bullshit. Yes, it is. This my, nigga is not talking about nothing. nothing. No, my favorite song is N.R.E. Norris. That's for niggas on the run eating. That's my song right there. Yeah, we got that shit too. <laughs> you know, it's like, like a gun trilogy. Gun strategy. What? Noriega lay up like your majesty. And last time I tripped, last time I saw niggas don't run eating chicken, so hey. Well, he was talking about precious, Karen. Oh, my bad, my bad. Before her time, too. Yeah. Like, P-O-R-E. Stands for precious on the run eating. <laughs> <laughs> you better run with the chicken. Yes, far. Um, anyways, <laughs> welcome to the Black Outtest Podcast. Yeah. Uh, it's a comedy podcast hosted by me and my wife. Yep, yep. We do this three times a week. Uh, I'm Chuck D. Karen is my hype man. What, 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 what? Sometimes it gets too much. Too much for the people out there. And you have to reach out on Twitter and tell us personally. Yeah. Even though you've never complimented the show or said anything else to us about the show <laughs> even once. <laughs> say the first thing I want to tell you is. I hate Karen. And you know what I say to that, sir? Blocked. Because I don't have time for that (laughs) negativity in my life. Nigga, I ain't famous. Fuck, I'm supposed to do. I ain't either, though. They want me to deal with this shit like I'm like I'm Wale and shit. Like, oh, it's like nigga, tell your wife she sucks. He got to live with me. I hope y'all know that. Suck my dick. Anyway, oh, damn it! Why can't I have my fake dick so I can say suck mine too? Well, apparently on the Bad Girls Club, you can tell people to uh, suck on your nuts, and uh, okay, you don't need to have nuts. Uh, so apparently, don't you don't. Not anatomically. Mm-hmm. Nah, you know. cause like I said on my tweet, suck my vagina. Mm-mm, don't sound scary at all no. or intimidating. Somebody might say I will take you on an offer, ma'am. So I yes, don't say that. I would. Um, <laughs> Alright, so um, you, list, you can find us all kinds of ways. You can go to theblackouttips.com, which is probably the easiest way to find everything you need to know about the show. Yes. Um, you know, when you're there, you can donate to the show. Um, you can sign up for recurring donations or one time. Mm-hmm. You can go to our store. You can buy stuff. Put the Blackout Tips on your chest, on your hat, whatever. On your hips. On your hips, whatever you want to do. 
you know representing we love to see people out there representing the brand um definitely send us a picture if you buy something mm-hmm. um still looking for that person that got those let hurricane cook um <laughs> aprons from yes. the store you know what's funny is like what if they actually just really like herman cain they were just like no i, I actually i thought this was for herman cain so <laughs> Oh, uh, this money ain't going towards the Herman Cain Foundation. Yeah. Then I went and listened to your podcast and saw that while you love Herman Cain, you don't love Herman Cain like me. So I'm going to just cook these in the privacy of my home yeah. kitchen. We love them like apple pie. Yeah. Probably Herman Cain bought them, you know. <laughs> I may have. But yeah, take, don't, feel free to take pictures of your swag, man. We got a, a picture of a beer sign the other day. Yeah. Um, you know, it's awesome, man. We, we really do appreciate that, man. You guys representing that love out there. Yes. Um, there's many ways to leave feedback for the show because that's what this show is based on. It's a feedback show. Yes, sir. Um, so can, where can they go? Can they go on iTunes? Yes, they can. What can they do while they're there? Well, while you're on iTunes, you can leave us a five-star review, uh, a PSA announcement, five stars only. We don't care what you say. Even the person that tweeted us, if you would have left out on the five-star review, we would have read it on the show. Right. And you can say whatever you want. Content. Anything. You're, you're not restricted. You don't have to praise mm-hmm. the show. We just want our five-star review. You do something for us, and we'll read something for you. It's yes, an easy exchange. Very easy. Um, you can also email the show, theblackouttips at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. You can uh, call the show, 704-557-0186. You can either leave us a voicemail throughout the week, or you can talk to us live whenever we open up the phone lines today, um, which I'm sure we will do. Just don't call during the fucking voicemails. That's all I ask. <laughs> Just don't call during the voicemails. It's very simple. There's like five voicemails today. Uh, we'll play them, and then, we'll, then the rest of the time you guys can call, but yes, not during the voicemails. Nope. It's very simple. Start banning niggas that call during the voicemail. Um, okay, also... You can go on Facebook mm-hmm. and like our group, like my status, as some people might say. Uh, our Facebook group has a lot of likes for just a couple people that record out of a spare bedroom. It does. We are at 2,582 likes. Thank you, guys. Thank you for liking us and telling people to like us and your friends and all that shit, man. Yeah. That is what's up. It is. Because I see a lot of these podcasts and shows and even famous people. That don't have as many likes as us, man. Mm-hmm. And it always feels good to know that, like, people are spreading the word through word of mouth. They're telling their friends and their mm-hmm. family about the show. Yes. Um, and, and we're uh, feeling some sort of a vacuum out there. And it's, it feels good to do that. It is. And we thank you for continuing to tell people and spread the word because we see the numbers. So for people that think, you know, I'm telling people they're not listening, they listening. Yeah. And if you uh, like something, you know, on the, on the page, I typically will like you and make I, you a friend i do too so you know just don't send I might us, miss some people just but. don't send us any creepy messages or pop-ups and shit like that all right people no we, we Still, don't respond to those yeah but just you know we'll, we'll make you our friend yes if you, you be make like hey who page. are you i'll be like hey this is who i am but don't be like hey no no <laughs> yeah. who, who are you hey yeah. who <laughs> somebody said karen a pop-up that's like hey rod don't like hey don't answer that one i don't even know what that is Mm-mm. it's a trap Mm-mm. I was like, hey, Rod, I looked. I was like, baby, am I logged in under you? I was yeah. like, this is all me. Yeah, you reply back, you go, this this isn't Rod, this is Karen. And then it's just a picture of their dick. So don't Oh, do no, don't surprise me it's like that. It's a trap, no, there. No, mm-hmm. let me see the dick coming. I'm sorry. <laughs> right, of course. We all just want to see the dick coming. That's it. That's uh, So that's I can it. prepare for it. Right. You, you know, you have to prepare yourself for dick. It's not, you know, you don't just yeah, mentally bring pre- that on Mentally somebody. prepare yourself. You don't go, oh, dick, damn, you ain't tell me that was coming. Uh, I, <laughs> okay. 
so you can also um <laughs> leave comments on the actual web page you can uh vote in the polls we have a poll after each uh episode um you can go in and leave a comment in, in the poll and everything so uh we appreciate the people that do that we do uh taking the time to you know to, to, to let your voice be heard, man. At any many facets where you can reach out to us. We're also on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm say that again. That is in DAT. And the show has its own Twitter. Uh, it's TBGWT. Yes, if you strictly want to follow the show. Yeah, none of our ratchetness. Yes, or, you don't want to have to go between the other crap that we tweet. Yeah, you don't want us filling up your timeline with random, you know, movie quotes and shit yes completely and, understand and no hard feelings and, and rants and all that other shit yes okay um let's talk about the people who donated first because yes yes those are a special group of people that are close and near and dear to my heart because yes. they are near and dear to the show's budget oh and, yes they are and y'all <laughs> do help the show budget just so you know yeah everybody that's donating i just want y'all to know that um uh, me and Rod, Will, and Justin have signed the final pieces of paper. Yeah, the lawyers are just reviewing it. Yes, they the lockout over, is officially over. Yes, they're going over the contracts. That you know everybody's you know ratifying both sides, and yeah, uh, pretty soon you know they uh, should be back in the studio imminently. And hey, we're gonna kick off this blackout tip season, so you know it's gonna be fun. Uh, we're just gonna forget about all that, and uh, Justin's gonna start catching alley oops from Will, and uh, y'all will forget about the fact that uh, we held up this whole lockout thing. Yes, so. we did. Um. Yeah, we we weren't able to break them. Mm-mm. They stuck together. They got some concessions that they wanted. Yes, they did. But uh, yeah. So, congratulations and uh, the blackout test is back, y'all. So yes, full force. Uh, let me uh thank some of the fans who helped make it come back. Thank you. Uh, classic material donated to the podcast last week. Woo-hoo! Thank you, classic. We appreciate it. We do. Um, you know the boys at the coast of the podcast doing their thing. Black nerds talking about wrestling and comic books and shit like that. Ah, that's cool. Uh, Trojan Scooter actually donated to the show. Thank Maybe he appreciated our honesty. I don't know, but I, don't know, I appreciate but, but it. We thank you, sir. Um, we also had Anthony Animal Thug Tatum, who says thanks for all the entertainment. Hopefully, this can help bring Justin and Will back. Sincerely, Animal Thug. Well, you did it, brother. Yes, you did it. I clear. Be proud of yourself. Uh, my man Damien, he, he, he put in his recurring donation. Mm-hmm. Damien, we'll see you next month. I Thank you, sure friend. Will. We appreciate it, brother. It's money you can depend on. Yes, it is. Profess LCH sent in some money and she says, please, no government name reading on air. Profess LCH will suffice. Thanks for the fabulous entertainment. I'm still riding. And I just want to say thank you. Yes, thank you. Linda Charlemagne Harris. We appreciate the it. The third. Yeah. <laughs> what if, that obviously that's not a real name. But well, that'd be funny if I just read it. Linda Charlemagne Harris says, oops. There it is. <laughs> My bad, dog. Uh, Adjective J sent in a donation, man. Thank you, Adjective J, man. Yes. I miss your podcast, man. Me I never... too. Bring the Negro majority back. And so he's doing so much. You know, shit I, right I shouldn't now. say that. Maybe he's just like, uh, he's like, nigga, that's this money could have went to Podomatic and I could have my podcast back. So maybe I was, never mind, man. Just you just keep giving money to the show and uh, maybe we'll have you on as a guest. That that'll work. Yeah. Yes, we will get you back on. Yeah, maybe we get him and Dexter on together and we talk about some all kinds of ratchetness. Oh, that'd be fun. Um. Okay. Uh, Devon says. Uh, out of New York, they sent in a, a donation. They gave us some money, Karen. Yes, they did. 
Devon F. I don't want to say your full name. Thank you. Sincerely. We thank you. We appreciate it, man. We do. Those headphone extension cords are coming. Yes, they are. Mic stand in effect. I clear headphones. Y'all, we done bought some shit. We be even going ready to go when we're just to get back. Yeah, we got shit in the plastic in here and shit. I know. We ain't even played with it yet. Look at this, Look at this shit. Look, vocal. Behold what your donations have brought. I know. We... We're going to be like Brandon soon, playing with shit and modifying our voices. Yeah, it's awesome, man. Yes, it is. Michael Breedlove, he gave us some money. Thank you. Recurring donation. See you again. See you again. See you in a month, brother. Mwah. We appreciate that, man. So that we was do. all. We got so many donations this week. It's got to be because tax returns, right? It's got to be. I hope so. The white man's giving our money back. Thank you. Oh, actually, Obama's in charge. The black man gave us our money back. Thank ah. you, Obama. We appreciate that shit. We do. A lot of people, you know, they complaining about you, but not us. You mm-hmm. just keep giving those tax returns to the black people and uh, Republicans. Y'all keep hating, you know, try to promise not to give it to the blicks. True. Um, all right. We have all kinds of feedback, Karen. Yes. It's a very feedback heavy week. Yes. Where do you want to start? We got Facebook. We got emails. We got the actual show page. We got voicemails and we have iTunes reviews. Ooh. Well, let well uh let's do, I I want to do the voicemails first. Voicemails first, people. Yeah, so we can go ahead and knock them out the way. All right. Coming up live from the internet. The return of Gabby. Say hello everybody. Hello Gabby. Hey Rod and Karen, it's me, um Gabby, the official biracial gal of the podcast. Um, I understand I'm a little bit in the doghouse right now because when I called in the other day, I thought it was like a live show and you can call in, um, and I wasn't actually listening to the show. I mean, I couldn't listen to the show at the time because I was like out on my lunch break. So I apologize for that. Um, I realized it came like it came through like a like a like a drive-by voicemail or a drive-by call-in. Um, I'm listening to the Don't Blame the Victim episode and just. Wow, man, you know, I do I do believe as a woman that no means no. I also believe that two adults should be really clear with each other about what they want to do, what they don't want to do, um, so you can avoid some of these, some of this, this drama. But no definitely means no. Now, if a chick does that to a guy, she, you know, she makes him feel good, and the, she has an understanding that something's going to happen, and he's like, no, nah, I'm done, thanks, you know. You know, you might get kicked out, and vice versa. If a guy does that to a girl, and he has, he has a, you know, they haven't communicated, and there's a misunderstanding, or this thought that something's gonna happen, and she says no, no means no. She's, that person still might get cursed out, but I think that happens both genders. Because I've seen some, not seen, but I've heard of women going off on dudes for being selfish or not selfish, but stopping before they thought. And I've heard of men going off. It's not appropriate. It's not right. I'm not saying either way, but. I think people should be more adult in the situation of delicious. Uh, yeah, no means no, you know. And that person who's older, he should, you know, he should know better. And what shocked me was that that's supposed to be her husband. He's supposed to have love and care for her and all that. And he does not come across as very compassionate or loving. That's what would surprise. That is what shocks me or, or makes me go, hmm. That's not a really compassionate person. And when you love someone and you're there for them and you're like a ride or die kind of chick, you got to be there for them, you know. Um, and that was all kind of incompassionate and I don't know. 
you know, now, yeah, I don't know. That's just, uh, doesn't sound like a very warm and, you know, fuzzy kind of guy, you know, cuddly, loving kind of guy. Um, but thank you all for bringing up the topic. As always, you guys have some good topics, some deepness. Because I, I hadn't heard anything about this, and I went online and heard more about it. And everyone is saying the same thing, that his remarks are just kind of, I mean, they're off the wall for just a person, you know. Um, and they're really off the wall or not appropriate for someone that, you know, she, I guess she gave her marriage vows to and they're supposed to be loving each other. But he, has, he doesn't seem to have a lot of compassion for it. And, you know, like I said, I can understand people get upset, you know, if you get in the moment and somebody stops or whatever. I can understand both people, if there's no communication, being upset. But no ultimately means no. No matter what stage of the game you started, if that person says no, whether it be the, the whatever partner, you know, male, female, whatever, you need to stop. You need to be respectful. You need to stop. And if a person doesn't understand that, then that's not someone you should, um, they should be with. Um, keep up the great work. Uh, and I will make sure that when I call in again, I'm actually calling in on the call in time frame. Okay, <laughs> talk to you later. Bye. Um, okay. Uh, first of all, um, she was talking about communication being the key to, you know, part of this avoiding rape thing. Um, no is pretty clear communication. Someone wants you to stop. That is communication. Um, someone says they're not comfortable. Like, you know, this and rapists don't give a fuck about uh, communication. communication. They're not going. That's the problem. You let me get a pregame meeting in with you, and uh, let's yeah. schedule. Uh, what time? So head from nine oh five to nine fifteen. Yeah, okay, yeah, well uh, they'll sit down and negotiate with you. Yeah, this this dude didn't give a fuck about communication. This dude didn't care. There was no more clear thing. And I don't want to have sex. No, I don't want to do this. Um, that dude raped her. So, uh, you know, I don't think uh, we should be bailing people out with, well, we should be adults and have conversations about, no, I, d- first of all, why do we need to have a conversation? Hey, um, I'm just want to hang out tonight. Um, you know, I know we might do some things. Let's not do rape. Um, I thought we should have that conversation up front. You know, um, I'm not really into the whole rape thing. Mm-hmm. So not my thing, um, not bondage or tying. Yeah. I'll, yeah. Please. Uh, you know, I, I, I would just like to not be raped and, uh, you know, yeah. let's, and then she was also saying like, well, you know, there are adults in the situation. Uh, at this point in her time, she was 18, inexperienced. This guy was a grown-ass man. Only one of them was really an adult in the situation. Um, if I'm going to call college players that go to uh, school kids, because that's what the fuck I was when I went to college. I know it's so. Uh, that was not the real world. Uh, hello. But um, then I got to say that Delicious is a kid in this situation, too. And this guy took advantage of a child. I'm, I don't feel like it's okay to be like, well... Now that you're grown, you know, grown people get raped, too. And grown yes, people are do. rapists. And, you know, it still feels like equivocating when we start bringing up communication as if, oh, no, you get raped because you just didn't communicate the right way. Like, nah, don't rape me. I don't no. want to have sex with you. Oh, oh, and back to the bondage and time. Only if it's, you know, consent. But if it's a yeah. non-consent bondage and time, we got issues. Yeah, we don't want Purple Peace hearing this and being like, what? Yeah, so I had to make that clear just for her. Yeah, she isn't. She's down with that shit. Um, but yeah, man. So I, I don't, I don't, I think that people get carried away when they start trying to, I, I think people want to rationalize it. And like I said, deep, deep down, I think people want to feel like it can't happen to them and they don't want to live in a world where this could happen without any real rhyme or reason and where people are getting away with it. So they like to like rationalize in their head, like, Oh, no, no, no. What it is is that we're not communicating or is that women are wearing this or they're drinking too much. They don't want to just be like, yeah, there's some dirty motherfuckers out here and they need to be done with. They're rape. 
They're raping people and need to be fucking in prison. No yep. excuses. Hey, yo, Rod. What up? Hey, yo, Karen. What up, dog? This is your boy, Mr. Moody, from Mr. Moody's Neighborhood. Hey. Yo, that's my R&B voice right there. Records <laughs> <laughs> come on with them R&B niggas, man. They got that. Hey, yo, hey, yo, hey, yo, Rod, hey, yo, Karen. Yo, what up, family? Hey, look, man. So I go to the doctor this morning, right? I get cleared to return to my normal routine. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Boy, he's a little dehydrated. I'm properly hydrated. Everything is good now, right? Right. Lo and behold, the morning that I have my fucking doctor's appointment to get cleared, who comes out with another podcast? A new podcast. <laughs> the fucking black guy who tips. <laughs> Everybody that knows me knows that I work out to what? The black guy who That's tips. That's right. <laughs> the black guy who tips podcast. So you know what time it is, right? It's gym time, baby. <laughs> wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Where am I on the way to right now? Uh, hopefully the gym. The gym, baby. It's time to get it in. We're going to need to do my thing. Throw some weights around. Push a couple of niggas around. And by the time <laughs> I do this show tomorrow, you know where I'm going to be? In the fucking gym. <laughs> That's what's up. Hey, yo, y'all keep doing your thing. Uh, keep smashing the fucking internet, man. Don't change shit. Y'all got it popping. Got your back. You got my support. It is what it is. One love family. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Go Giants. And um, keep making it hot, y'all. Real talk. Definitely. Kings and queens are supposed to be saluted. So I salute, y'all. Have uh, a good show. Peace. Th- thank you, Mr. Moody. We appreciate it, man. Um, Mr. Moody was... Uh, just a, a, a guest that made an impact on the people, man. Yes. Um, and I'm glad he was able to do that, man. I've seen people go and listen to Mr. Moody's Neighborhood. We thank you, um, And that's cool, man. I appreciate people going to, to check him out, man. I figured that his voice would reach a lot of people out there that, uh, you know, normally don't even, you know, get, get to get hear that type of talk on uh, a lot of podcasts and shit. Nope. And it's, it's a real show. It's an adult show. And uh, I appreciate it with him. And a lot, like behind the scenes, man, seriously, we talked to Mr. Moody for like two more hours after the show went out. Mm-hmm. And Jay, uh, actually, <laughs> Greg Heard was still on the line <laughs> the whole time, uh, chiming in, you know, just whenever he felt like it. But that was like, we really sat there for like two more hours. I edited the entire show while talking to Mr. Moody, uh, just about random stuff, man. And I listened to his show and he was talking about how he was dehydrated and, you know, he only sleeps like two hours a night. So apparently he, he, he like listened to the show and he was like, man, I was talking way too much, man. Why was you cutting me off? And I was like, man, we can deal with people talking too much. Mm-hmm. That's the easiest kind of show. I don't, I don't mind. It's, mm-hmm. You know, the audience it, now is it, you putting yourself out there for the audience, man. But, um, apparently he didn't mean to talk that much. Uh, he was just, uh, dehydrated and lack of sleep. So he had to rest for a week. And I guess he's back in the gym now. He's doing good. So I'm glad. That's glad what's we up, can man. do it for you, brother. We appreciate it. All right, next voicemail. Hey guys, what's up? This is Shirley Huang Esquire. Um, Karen, I'm glad that you're back and you know, seem to be all recovered from the surgery. Good to hear you guys back on the podcast. Miss you guys. Um, also Karen, I'm wondering how is it that you aren't already running a business where um, like, you know how they have people who give wake-up calls? You should give math calls. Like, you know, <laughs> call people to remind them, like, you know, it, it's uh, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, time for a nap. 
<laughs> create some sort of business for that. That that's just my <laughs> my own personal opinion. So uh, keep up the good work. Uh, talk to you guys on Twitter and all that. Peace. <laughs> all right, Shirley. Thank you, Shirley. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if we should have Karen doing that because um, she'd probably call people racist stuff. No, I would. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'd like to sleep. Time for your nap, Mr. Jew. <laughs> what? Who is this? I know. Just go to sleep. Don't worry about who don't it is. Don't worry about it. It's me, your bed. <laughs> That's the shit I say. Yeah, maybe you miss make- your pillow? <laughs> I'm over here, dog, with the sheets. <laughs> Y'all would want mine. Mine be all sexy. They can make talking, talking bath, uh, talking beds, and talking pillows that uh, say, tell you stuff like time to go to sleep. That would mm-hmm. be pretty tight, though. I'd be scaring kids to death. Kids, oh. kids, kids! <laughs> Did your mama tell you take your ass to sleep? <laughs> That's what that message would say. All right, uh, we got one more voicemail to get to. Let's go ahead and get right into it. Hey, y'all, this is Sheree from Philly. Um, hope everything's going well. Um, first of all, I definitely appreciate all the uh, shout-outs to uh, the unnamed individual that kept calling in and interrupting your show, last feedback show. I have no idea who that is, but whoever he <laughs> is, he can burn in hell. He or she. Definitely, definitely not a he. Um, and just finished listening to your last episode um, and had a couple of points on it. Um, the first one with the Eddie Long stuff, um, obviously, that shit is crazy. Um, what I do see uh, from a lot of the discussion, though, is that people tend to go off of that and start, I feel like, talking about, um, you know, like the deification of uh, pastors and churches in general. Now, I don't go to church, but I have a lot of close friends that do, and I just really want to emphasize the point that even for mega churches, this thing is an outlier. Like, this is, like, the outlier of outliers. Like, this is in no way, shape, or form, like, anywhere near in some megachurch experiences that I've seen, you know. Um, so while I definitely agree that, you know, um, uh, a lot of churches do end up putting the pastor, you know, in the position of the one being worshipped, and I, you know, and that's honestly, like, one of the problems I do have with organized, like, religion in general. You, you know, I just really hope that people won't be using this as an example when they're making their points because the other side is going to be like, well, that's fucking crazy any long. Like, how the hell does that prove your point? You know. Um, other thing I wanted to bring up was um, you guys were talking about, um, like, uh, um, underprepared teachers um, in the uh, example where the, um, you know, with the uh, student get, getting punched in the face. Um, I definitely remember when I was in elementary school, there was this one kid named Terrence, and he was huge. I mean, the dude was, like, one of those guys now that, like, would get, like, you know, drafted or something because, like, he was already, like, six foot um, and, like, really tall and really, um, you know, weighed a lot in uh, eighth grade. And I remember seeing him in uh, one of the classes, and, uh, you know, I mean, like, we were all, like, uh, being, like, rowdy or, or like, whatever. And, like, the teacher, like, you know, like, got in, in his face and was basically, like, you know, like, uh, you, you, you need to calm down. And the dude was, like, sitting down at the time. And he, like, stood up and was, like, you know, like, what'd you say to me? You know, 
<laughs> and the t- and you know, and obviously, like the teacher didn't actually instigate a fight with this dude, but there's definitely some teachers that would, you know, and there's some teachers that when they're put in that position, they just lose it or they can't handle it or like whatever. So I could definitely, um, you know, see that happening and not being like reported on. Um, especially because, you know, um, you know, with, with like the unions and the teacher situation and stuff, you know, it almost always results in, you know, in a, a negative thing, um, for the teacher and the job security or like whatever. Um, and the last thing I wanted to <laughs> remark on was when, um, you guys were talking about the taco mayor at the end, um, and, Karen, you know, started <laughs> calling him a Jew. <laughs> uh. And at first, I was like, wow, like, this is genius. Like, uh, Karen is, like, actually bringing this back to the uh, discussion of the uh, Eddie Long fake Jew rabbi guy. But nope, she was being racist. She was being racist. Which <laughs> <laughs> is hilarious. Which is hilarious. Um, anyway, uh, um Hope y'all have a great weekend, um, and uh, hope the show is going well. And my time is up. Peace. All right. Thanks, Sharif. Um, actually, that was over three minutes while I let it play because you had a lot of interesting stuff to say. Um, okay. First things first, the mega church part. Um, it's not that I think what Eddie Long did is the routine. I think it's an outlier, too. But I think we can't just take it out of the equation and say, well, since this is an outlier situation, that is not problematic that there is pastor worship going on in these churches. Yes, it is. Uh, you know, that, where there, there, there is spectacle going on in these churches. I've been inside a mega church before. I've Me seen, too. you know, this isn't new. I'm, remember, I'm from Charlotte, North Carolina, the South. You know, we, yeah. we, even, we do it, church it, even around in here. Charlotte, we have like four, five, six mega churches, even in Charlotte. Yeah. Like we do, we do, we church it up down here in the South. Yes, we um, do. We also have, you know, I've been to Atlanta and stuff like that. It's just not, um, it's it, like I said, it could be problematic because I've talked to people that go to mega churches. I've seen and people root for their pastor like, like it's chill. a sports team. Yep. You know, it's not like it's more. It's bigger than just the religion. A lot of times dudes aren't going up there and really giving them uh, an actual message. Sometimes nope. it, sometimes it is about you know the spectacle of it you know sometimes it is about these big you know my pastor did this and my pastor drives that my pastor and we about to take go to this we about to go to this type of competition and our choir is the blah 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 in the state and like there's this you know they've turned it into a you know into rooting for the giants or rooting for the eagles or they've turned it into that and i don't think we can deny that Mm -hmm. and i just think that what happened is that this is more of the ultimate um this is like the ultimate point of that. You know, this is the pinnacle of look at this ratchet ass shit. This dude really can rape children and people will, you know, g- just not care. And and, let, and, let, and let's not forget, um, this isn't just to black people. This isn't just to black churches that mm-hmm. are mega churches. No, I mean, I've, been, I've been to white mega churches. Yeah. Um, you know, Catholic churches like mm-hmm. um, it's not just like I, I just want to say like church as, as an institution can be problematic yes, it can. when it gets to a certain size and certain type of loyalty from people because you will excuse things like child molestation and child rape. And, you know, they can like move pastors around, move preachers around. Um, you know, this is not something that is unheard of um, while this dude getting the um, foreskin 
of the Torah or whatever the fuck they put on him, while that might be some different shit, the actual principle of it is not very different. Mm-mm. This idea of, oh, no, 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 our past is above reproach. No. Uh, well, what about the embezzling scale? Oh, yeah, well, they just have to get us. You yeah, know? And, 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 and the thing, too, and, and the, I guess for me the sad part of it is that there are actually uh, people out there that are doing good things. Right. And the sad part is that people like Shit, there's people in mega churches that are doing good things. Yes, yes. Like it's not even like, yeah, well, your pastor ain't shit, so the whole church ain't shit. I mean, it's fucked up that people decide to stay there and basically keep it going because, mm-hmm. you know, this dude at the top does represent y'all and you know, I would like to think that if I was some church going type of person, I would have a heart to be like, you know what? I gotta go. I got to. This is wrong. It's gone too far. You people are crazy. Y'all are sick for you know touting this dude mm-hmm. i would like to think that in this case i would leave but um yeah a lot of mega, mega churches do a lot of good because they actually have the money and the resources to do good so yes. you know and while they you know some of them are doing it like i said out of almost a church competition which i'm not sure how healthy that is Mm-mm. but you know hey we you know we went to these this many countries on our missionary trip and yeah. we were able to send this many people you know there's like a, a little measuring stick that they have against each other and stuff but um if that competition is helping people i have no problem with that mm-hmm. um but yeah, there's uh, all kinds of white mega church scandals all the fucking of time. Of course, you know, uh, televangelists and shit. Like, yes. come on, man, it's not a black thing or a white thing. If people are thinking that, it's just to me, mega churches in general just seem to go against the spirit of what uh, it it would seem like religion is supposed to be. It's not supposed to be how big a group of people you can get together to all, um, you know, uh, support one person and shit. I don't think that's what it's supposed to be, man. I, I really don't. I really feel like once we start turning this shit into, we can fill up a stadium with people. It's like, yeah, okay. All right. We're getting a little, where are we just bragging now? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, well, I can buy a Bentley. Like, okay. Are we, aren't we bragging at some point? You know, I'm going to put an exit ramp on the highway straight to my mansion. I can drive there, get my sermon in five minutes. Like, okay. <laughs> I understand. Y'all balling. He was um, driving on the freeway of love, baby. The freeway of love. I'm gonna bring in a and Jewish man. Bring in a Jewish man to wrap me in force. Not be really Jewish. Yeah, who might might be out of Star Trek? Look at his suit. I don't know. <laughs> like, come on, man. He's we, from the future. At some point, we gotta stop touting this shit. Karen, what what do you? I think that's the last voicemail. So uh, basically, the phone lines are open for the rest of the show. You call whenever you want to. Seven zero four five five seven zero one eight six. Um, Karen, what do you want to do next? Let's do the uh, page, and then I want to do the iTunes. Okay, so we're gonna go through the page. This might take a while. Okay. Because um, of course we had uh, some pretty controversial episodes, pretty good uh, topics and stuff, good guests. So let's see what kind of comments people had for the show. Um, all right. Tony in SC, we named our episode 265. Uh, what happened 64. to the... Or two six, no. Oh, 265. Oh, I'm sorry. They combined. My bad. What happened to the dog, though? That was the episode. 265. Yes. And uh, Tony called in and left a message... Or not called in. He left a message on the actual... Um, on the feedback episode. The comment was... Um, Yes, I found the dog. Thank God, I was worried about that dog. Yeah. Oh, I saw Chill call. I don't know how why that didn't pop up on the screen. Call back, Chill. Sorry about that. I don't know why it didn't pop up, up on the screen. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, he found that dog. Thank goodness. 
we were all concerned about the dog man he just we were so funny that he lost his dog and uh you think he was about to play that uh brandy song oh i love that song that song about his dog yeah maybe that was the name of the dog brandy um oh that's why because i don't i'm not online oh Go, go yeah. online. Fixed. Fixed, chill. I wasn't online on Skype. So it was hanging up on everybody. Oh. Yeah. How Sorry you about that. Offline, chill. Buddy? Uh I don't know, man. I, I don't I don't know why I was up offline. I don't know. I keep us up. There you go. Ah, chill. What's up, chill? What's up, baby? Hey, what's going on, y'all? How y'all doing this morning? Oh, you good. know we doing good. We apologize we was offline, sweetheart. It's all good. It's, 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 it, look, I, look, I would have cussed y'all out later. It's all good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, you know what I'm saying? Hey, let me just tell Gabby something. Hold on. Do y'all hear Echo? No, I don't hear Echo. You good. You sure? Yeah, yes. I, I'm sure. We good on our side. Well, goddamn, I'm hearing one on my end. But anyway, fuck that. I can talk through it. Hey, I want to say something to Gabby. Gabby, chill the fuck out. Okay. <laughs> All right, we all family around this motherfucker, all right? Yeah, you the goddamn crazy-ass woman who ain't never ate oxtails and, 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 and all this bullshit. Yeah, you the oxtail lady, but you know what? Listen to what I'm telling you. Everybody in the Black Guy Who Took Nation is now saying, fuck Mario Chalmers, okay? Toya still suck a lot of dicks, okay? <laughs> I still get in rod ads when he talks shit about Miami. Don't you get how to work, all right? Get over it. All right, either you're going to be a part of this or you ain't. You know what I'm saying? You good people. Roger told you that. He'd rather you get on board so he can clown you. You could be a part of this or you just act a damn fool and he can just dismiss you and fuck you. You'd be on your way. Fuck it. I don't, you know, hey, that's your call. You know what I'm saying? But uh, anyway, Karen, I want to let, uh, did you wash your pussy last Saturday? Yes. Know what last your Saturday was? Did you wash your pussy out last Saturday? That's yes. what I want to know. Yes, I did. did. Rod, did she wash it out, Rod? Of course. It was an official wash your pussy Saturday. I mean, come on. Oh, okay. We okay, celebrate okay. that. In fact, we celebrate yeah. that every day. But, uh, <laughs> oh, okay. All right. But anyway, Rod, you know what? I ain't going to stay long because I got one foot out the goddamn door. Okay. It's my people's birthday. But I want to say something. You know, I finally... Um, finished your marathon episode can you believe that shit it was long and there was a part in there that i was kind of just like uh taken aback about and it was about uh you know you were talking about punk and the new rule that you made up and you were just so happy <laughs> and proud of yourself second place and all that shit and see rod you know i don't think you understand you know how serious punk is in the south now i know you're talking about north carolina yeah but yeah. see where i'm from okay you can't even bring up punk if ain't no money involved right phase is cool phase is cool you know you get to the family function everybody be drinking talking shit you know you cuss each other out you be on your way but Rod, let me tell you something if you was down here playing talk with me and my people and you would have came out your mouth with that second place bullshit okay you know what Rob? you might as well just write your name on the bullet and shoot your goddamn self <laughs> you know? Rod, just save somebody a trip to jail, okay? So you know what? They would have beat your brains in, and then they would have beat my brains in for bringing your ass. Okay? That's just how that shit goes. And then, and then what we got? Now we both walking home with no legs. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. You know, Rod, you would have been a bloody mess. And those niggas would have been calling you the black guy who drips, okay? That's real talk. <laughs> hey, Rod. 
I got so much to learn, you children. I got so much to learn, you children. Well, I can I only really do. I can only do that with my dad because I was pretty sure my dad wouldn't kill me. That was the only yeah, reason yeah, I pulled yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you make sure you keep it all in the family. Cause yeah. All the, look here, bro. Sometimes I just be like, I listen to you and I be like, God damn, I, I just got so much to learn, grasshopper. So much. I, I don't to learn. even. I don't play tonk with uh with uh no. people I don't know because me either. I tried that shit when I was in like seventh grade. Man, them niggas was ready to fight. I was like, yeah, man, this shit a little too serious for your boy. I had to ever play spades with folks I don't know. Yeah, and I needed my lunch money. That was all my parents gave me. I was like, fuck, I need to eat today. Yeah, cause but Tom, you just got to get so you got to get the rules out the way quick. We were playing J how we were playing. Forty nine fifty on the deal double. Thirteen under on the deal double. Get caught double. I mean, come on. High low, what was you you got to bring it with Tom. You got to get stuff established, you know, from the get go. So mm-hmm. like I say, eh, if we ever hook up, you know, like I always throw that out there. Cause like I say, y'all some crazy motherfuckers as I done found out with children scooter. Y'all from <laughs> <laughs> But if we ever hook up, I got so much to teach y'all, children. I got so much to teach y'all, children. I, I really do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, hey, though, you know what? It's a lot of stuff that I can speak on. But, like I said, I got one foot out the door. Okay. You know, as far as that mega church stuff, you on point with that. You know what I'm saying? And, and if I may add to that, a lot of that shit goes on in small churches, too. Because yeah. I know personally a lot of ill shit and in small churches yes, you yes. know it's, it's even more of a problem because of the fact that they're small yep. you know pastors having children with teenage girls in the yes. congregation but the motherfucker just sweeping under the rug you know it's like the pastor is the quarterback of the church and, it's, and that's why you made the analogy to like it's, it's, it's become uh, you know like uh, um, the Eagles versus the Cowboys you, yeah. you just you just on point with your, you just on point with that because that's basically what it is and, and, and for whatever reason People think just because he the preacher man, you know, he the holy man, he the best man. And it's like, nah, you know, you know about the story, the parable. You know, well, I don't know if it's a parable in the Bible per se, but you know that the old story, the old folks say how the preacher, you know, and the prostitute, and the prostitute get to heaven first. And when the preacher get there, the prostitute say, what the fuck took you so long? You know, so, <laughs> that's real talk right there. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, like I say, Y'all keep doing what you do, and I just want to say what's up to uh, Toya, you know, that's Serena Williams' stepsister, okay, and her real name is Penis Williams, okay, <laughs> y'all don't know that shit, you know what I'm saying, so, <laughs> you know, you got Serena Williams, Venus Williams, uh, and Toya, the stepsister, her name is Penis Williams, <laughs> hey, oh shit, <laughs> Uh, On that note, y'all, the black guy who just nation, y'all have a good one. I'm out. I'll talk to y'all next week. All right, Jim. Have Peace. a good one. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Penis Williams. Uh, 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 <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we can name the show Penis Williams on iTunes and get it no. accepted, but... Oh, uh, no, she is the best. We might get some stars. Who knows? Ah, uh, she is the best. All right. Um, I like that name. Where were we at? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot, sir. The fuck was we talking about? Oh, wait a minute. Put that page up. We was yes, we was here, weren't we? Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. So, um, on what happened to the dog? We had a uh, we had a poll because um, you know, we were we talked about you know some real shit, man. We had to talk about um, you know, the issue that came up with Trojan Scooter. We had to talk about um. How we had a, a you know a lot of um, p- 
people that it seems like um you know this internet shit is getting real for certain people and stuff like that and uh it's never good when you have to think about like damn is somebody crazy is this real you know is this person being for real is is this person making something up you know and shit is getting crazy so um what we what we found was like hey you know are people just getting along on the internet to get along because I don't want to have to fake shit on the internet. I don't want to have to pretend to be friends with people I'm not friends with. I don't want to have to pretend to listen to people's podcasts and shows and read their blogs if I'm not doing that. I shouldn't, this shouldn't become uh, us faking it in order to get support from people on the internet. It shouldn't be that. And if it is that, then we, then I don't want to do it, you know? Um, like you go, you go to work and you have to fake enough shit. So I'm like, basically, uh, our poll was, do you fake friendships just to get along on the internet? And I thought the results were pretty interesting. Um, yes, 23% of people fake, uh, fake, uh, fake friendships just to get along. Mm-hmm. And I think that's about right. I don't think that, I mean, it might even be a higher percentage. You I know? think it is. But I think there's a ton of people that do it. I've seen it. You know, like I've yep. seen people that'll direct message me behind the scenes and be like, yo, man, this, what this dude did was fucked up. And then you look on that timeline, it's like, hey, man, how you doing? You're like, wow, so y'all are talking to this person? Hmm, that's weird. That's weird. I thought y'all didn't like each other, but whatever. Um, uh, and then no, 45% of people, which I, you know, I also think is a pretty realistic number because a lot of people are like, yeah, fuck French. Some people don't even think you can be French yes. on the internet anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the third one was, wait, we're friends? That was 32, 32%. Ah! So 32% of people were surprised that people were friends on the internet in the first place. That's true. Um, we got three comments. Uh, let's uh, go from oldest to newest. Terry Cummins, uh, fresh off of playing for Portland, says, ah! I, don't, <laughs> I don't know you, have never met you personally, and aren't planning on meeting you. Then I would have to be an advanced form of an idiot to fake a friendship to get along with an almost total stranger. That's how I feel. Like, I, like, what? Why would I? I don't care about, like, that's it. I think what people see is, like, they see our, you know, our podcast is reaching out to a certain a, a amount of people. They see our, our Facebook page is getting liked by so many people. They see we get certain amount of followers on Twitter. And I really think people are like, oh, okay, yeah, this person really likes when people like them. And they're really into, like, people wanting to, like, oh, yes, uh, worship me. You know, I'm the man. Tell me how great I am. Liking me on Facebook and liking me in real life is not the same. Yeah, I think people get caught up in that shit, man, for one. Um, and why did this shit just do this again? again? Skype, what are you doing, dog? Did you go back off? Or maybe they hung up. Okay. okay. I don't know. Maybe they hung up. Um, but yeah, so, uh, yeah. And then Miss Crystal says, uh, shoot, shoot. Ever since I was in middle school in those prodigy chat rooms, Yes, I took it back there. Most of y'all thinking I'm talking about the rapper. Some know of neither. Babies. <laughs> ah! That's right. I knew that folks over the computer were just as much of a stranger, if not more so, than the people who bump, you, bump into on the, the streets. The people who you bump into on the streets. Why did I have more common sense at 12 than those kidnappy high school age white girls? I don't know, but I digress. Until I intentionally meet y'all in person, or at least intend on meeting y'all in person one day, y'all are e acquaintances. Mm, I like that word. I can take that. Um, but yeah, I think um the other thing is like I do feel like you can uh, be friends from the internet. I'm not saying that you can't be friends. 
I just think it's funny when people fake it. Like, why would I fake and, liking you? And the thing about friendships across the internet, like friendships in real life, them shit's got to build. That does right. not happen overnight. And that, like, I consider Brandon a real friend. I consider Chris a real friend. Yeah. Ironic that I'm calling Chris by his not his real name, but that's fine. That's the name that I oh his name about. is Chris. Whatever your real name is, yeah. Is Chris. Obviously, Mr. Playhead is my real friend. But um, you know, I I think that people uh get sidetracked on this shit and they want to turn it into something. That it's not and just like, okay, now how can I network on social media? It's like, well, shit, man, ain't you networking in real life? Why are you, like, why are you still on when you're off the clock? You know, like, just be you. Um, I don't want to get the, I hope people don't want to get the interest, interested in knowing the fake me and the fake you and the fake, now I know the fake you and all this shit. Like, I, I heard somebody talking the other day about, well, on the internet, you know, people have aliases and they act, you know, different alter ego. I'm like, Mm-mm. why, I don't. This is how I am all the yep. fucking time. I sleep in real life, y'all. Yeah. Them, them tweets ain't fake. Roger can tell you. Yeah. If I ain't tweeting my ass, it's normally sleeping. There's only two kinds of, for me, there's only two kinds of me. There's Rod and then there's Rod that is not talking. You know, same person, which one of them is, is sleeping or at work or something like but i'm i'm still me all the fucking time i don't know these people that are like well now i'm on the internet i'm gonna change because they do that and a lot of times people make these people purposely make these alt egos to be the people that they're not in real life yeah yeah that's true one day we gotta talk about that i got a good story about that okay um peter moore says gotta answer yes on this one y'all the debt so he says uh yes he does fake friendships to get along the definition of the word friend varies from person to person i tolerate a lot of annoying motherfuckers online because they think we're friends i don't go out to uh, my way to talk to them i never post shit on their wall on facebook i don't even tell them happy birthday when i get that little reminder email i generally avoid them however they continue to send me messages comments on my posts like like my photos and retweet if those individuals ever ask me if we're friends, I would have to say yes. Why? Because they've done everything right. It's not their fault. I'm not interested in the dumb shit they say. A little lesson in learn I learned from Tupac, Jesus, and reality television. It's okay to be a fake friend. You just don't have fake friends. P.S. Stop raping bitches. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I guess, you know, from the other side of the equation, that's what he's saying is like, Hey, these people are retweeting. They're doing that. They're making all the right moves. And I'm just going to call them my friend, even though, you know, they're not really my friend, but I want them to think they're my friend. And, uh, yeah, I, like I said, man, I'll try to keep it realer than that <clears throat> just because I don't want to deal with the headaches of, but you said we were friends. Yes, you have to deal with you have to deal with crazy. Right when they're sitting on your front porch. Yes, or, or, or when it's or when they do do some shit where you feel like I gotta walk away and you have gave them this illusion that y'all are friends. Right, Rod, my real friend. I brought you a birthday cake with a knife on it, burning on your front porch. You be like, nah. I'll be like, nah. My wife put me out, nigga. Why you here? Alright, so we had episode 266, a pretty controversial episode that generated a lot of feedback. A lot of positive feedback, man. We talked about a real tough subject. Uh, we talked about rape and the mm-hmm. blame the victim culture that seems to be around rape. Um, and we just got into a, so many different areas of it. Race, uh, age, mm-hmm. consent, language, respect, like, so much shit, you know. Um, you know, blaming women for how they dress or being promiscuous and, Things of this nature where you just like, you know, nobody really talks about these things. Um, no one's at least not the way I feel they should be talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, and we talked about it. And, you know, I was nervous that we talked about it because I was just like, it's going to be a tough subject. When you're talking about rape, 
you know, we saw the stats. You were talking about at least one out of every six women. That's a lot of people out there. Think about that. Out of your coworkers and most job working environments now, there are more women working than men, statistically, as they say. So turn around and look at six women. One of them have been raped, possibly more. Right. So, um, you know, when we're talking about something like that, man, it's, you know, I always feel like and we need to talk about it. Um, in a way where we're not shutting people down. No, we don't want to do that. But in a way where everybody's being genuine, because if you're, you know, I'm not here to be salacious and, Mm -mm. you know, troll everybody. And I don't want that shit going on. Like we had somebody in the, um, audience, like President Evil that was in the chat and he was trolling everybody on some, well, what about, it does matter what she got on. I'm just saying like, you know, no, man, chill. So, um, you know, and it was cool that we got that discussion out there, especially with Mr. Moody being part of it, because mm-hmm. I really felt like Mr. Moody was frank and honest and, and blunt and blunt. And he was saying something from a place where um, we typically in these discussions shut these people down. Mm-hmm. Like we don't when want they the, start talking like right? that guy who talks that way and says, yes. you know, that says bitch and hoe and shit. It's like, well, you can't talk about it. That's just as bad as and it's like, no, because. Sometimes you need a dude like that that can turn around to a lot of these dudes that are in the hip hop generation that are, you know, uh, feel like, oh, I'm from the streets. I'm, 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 from, I'm real. And that misogynistic genre of music and misogynistic culture. And where you can turn to them and say, hey, man, Karen's right. Don't rape bitches. And it doesn't matter if she's dressed like a whore and blah, blah, blah. You go, and man, that's, that's some rough language. You. But these are, this is how niggas talk. And that's how they understand. You know, and I think it's kind of funny because all dudes live in this half, in, at least most dudes, at least, have one foot in, one foot out of that culture, you know, uh, especially black dudes, especially those of us that, you know, have achieved some level of education or, you know, uh, go to work every day. You have you have that uh, ability to speak that way. You have the ability to understand how that is, you know, how Mr. Moody talks. You understand everything he's saying. And then there's some dudes that just only talk like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, they live in that world and they live Every in that culture. Day. And I think it's I thought it was cool that somebody like Mr. Moody could say something like that to people that need to fucking hear it. People that talk yes. like that. You know, so I thought that was really cool, man. But um, Did let's you uh, poll. No, I was going to do the comments first. You want to do the poll first? Okay, we can do the. You want to do the? Okay, we can do the comments first. I'm sorry. It doesn't matter to me. Let's do the poll first. I'm, I'm, okay. I would like to do the poll first. Okay, so the poll was: Were deliciouses, <laughs> deliciouses, husbands' comments out of line? Um, now, if y'all remember during the video, she basically talked about being uh, what most people would term at least date raped, mm-hmm. and uh, she said that you know she allowed. Well, not even really allowed, but uh, she went down to this guy's house. She had never been in his house before. Um, you know, she had a crush on him. Uh, she was 18. She was young. She she wanted to just be a crush. He was like 28 or so. Um, she went in his house. Uh, he basically tried to get her drunk. She doesn't drink, so she wouldn't drink. And then he tried to, uh, you know, he's, he's like, I'll, I'll, you know, I want to have sex with you. She's like, no. And he's like, well, just let me go down on you, and that's all it's going to be, and blah, blah, blah. And so, uh, you know, she was like, okay. Uh, you know, she was nervous about that. But she felt like, okay, if I capitulate on this area, then I can just, you know, we can stop there and blah, blah, blah. And, of course, he decided that wasn't enough. He was going to keep going. Uh, he was going to have sex with her. She told him no uh, explicitly and that she did not want to do this. And he just took it anyway. He just raped her. Um, and her husband was there as she was relaying this story. Obviously not his first time hearing it. And started saying, you let that man on. 
uh that's your fault uh and all this stuff and then she pointed out the fact that hey you um when we went on our first date you went down on me you didn't rape me so what's the difference you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so you know and, and like i said you know these guys who uh think like that you might be talking about your wife your sister your mother your aunt uh your daughter one day you don't even know you like you're just talking because you don't want to live in this world where this shit can just happen to somebody and it not be their fault but yeah you you actually are talking about somebody right now who can hear your voice or read your comments you're talking about that person so let's keep it real um sharif says one this is the definition of victim blaming oh i didn't say the stats i'm sorry were her was her her husband's comments out of line yes 91 percent of people and I was still shocked, man. 9% of people thought he was not out of line. And, you know, I knew some people were going to not feel he was out of line. But, man, dude, I just don't and, get and, it. And, 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 and the thing that, the thing that uh, this is how I look at it when it comes to the topic. A lot of people think I'm logical thinking I would never do that. Right. You would never do that. Why? Because you're logical thinking. But what you fail to realize is that these people who do this shit are irrational and illogical thinkers. So it's not supposed to make sense to you. So for you to rationalize something irrational and illogical in somebody's mind like that makes no sense to you. So in your mind, you have to make excuses because if you don't make excuses to logically why an illogical motherfucker would do some shit like this, your mind would explode and you would have to accept the fact that the world is fucked up. Right. Um, okay, so one, this is the definition of victim blaming, says Sheree. Two, even if it wasn't about rape, you always ride with your wife in public and settle disputes in private. Um, and that's the other thing. Like I couldn't tell if he thought it was so not serious that he could that it would be cute to have this argument or if he was just being that passive aggressive and mean or what like i couldn't tell what he because i because part okay part of me feels like he was uncomfortable thinking about it yeah and, that's and he just wanted to move on and not think about subject. the fact that his wife had been raped when she was 18 mm-hmm. and um i think he, part of him was trying to shut down the conversation as it was happening to be like, yeah, well, that's on you. That's your fault. Okay, let's move on. You know, I don't think he wanted to be able to say, um, this guy's wrong. Um, what happened to you was wrong. And, um, you know, cause then he has to face the emotions of, you know, I, something happened to you and I couldn't protect you. I can't control it. I can't stop the emotional damage that you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel powerless also. I'm also, you know, by association, I am a victim of this person too. And um, I don't think he wanted to. You know, I think part of him checked out. Um, now I'm not saying that's right, I, but that's my but, guess. But, but a lot of people do that because, they, like I said, it goes back to the fact that they don't want to accept the reality that something affected you in this way, manner. And a lot of people fail to realize it's more than just that action. Right. I, I mean, it's a lot. We're probably going to this later on, but it's a lot more attached to it. Um, and number three, fuck that dude. So he <laughs> agreed. Miss um, Christable says, keeping it real, y'all. I was in um, the in that almost exact situation. I was also 18 and a virgin in the summer before my sophomore year in school. I didn't even want dude to go down on me for that exact reason, but I finally gave in. He started fingering me. I told him to stop. Then he proceeded to rape me. And FYI, I didn't turn into a hoe afterward. And my Twitter persona is just that a persona. So yeah. Um, but yeah, that's and that's the other thing too, man. If if um something like that happens to somebody at that age. There's a bunch of, there's another reason that people don't want to come out. There is a bunch of assumptions about them. 
It's like, oh, it's that happening. You're promiscuous. You provoked him. You dress like a slut. Anything you do after that, anything you do after that is a result of the rapist. So, you know what I mean? So it's like, oh, okay. So she dresses in uh, a burka now. She, that's because of the rape. Oh, she dresses in thongs. That's because of the rape. Oh, she, uh, going to school. That's because of the rape. Oh, she likes grilled cheese sandwiches. That's because of the rape. Like, so you just become a victim in people's eyes. Like, I thought it was almost, um, it was, I thought it was a very polarizing response that people were having when they were like, why can they just talk about this so lightly? Why, you know, shouldn't there be slave crying and tears and, and stuff and, like and, that? And that's not so. Me and Roger talked about this. People deal with things differently. And this happened years ago for her. And why can't a victim get to the point where they say, fuck it, I've shed enough tears. So I'm not going to cry every time I talk about this. Right. I'm not going to be sad every time I talked about this. I have overcome this. People do this when people murder family members. Right. People do this when people, you know, do things to their children. But when it comes to rape, oh, no, you can't talk. If you don't fall out in the flow and has knots flying everywhere, somebody got to pick you up off right. the goddamn ground. Every time you talk about being raped, you ain't been raped. Fuck you. Right. And I think that was part of it, too, is we're used to seeing a certain image of rape victims in our um on tv and in media yeah like there's a certain there's a certain area where we're comfortable with seeing that so we, we we're comfortable saying like okay um this guy uh got you know this woman got raped well she's gonna go take a hot shower she's gonna cry in a corner she's gonna you know start dressing in uh black makeup and putting on frumpy clothes like we're comfortable with that so we want every we don't want to just believe this is happening to normal everyday people normal you don't, people you don't want to believe that your wife your your girlfriend your sister your mom your, your aunt your, your cousin daughter. your daughter you don't want to believe that this could happen to them and they're walking around you every day with this like yeah. like in the reality of it and this is something that people don't want to rea- realize people sitting at their homes look around at females in your house and around you some of them have been raped and never will tell you right. but you live in this illusion that because you ain't came out and told me you've been raped rape don't exist well, I mean, uh, also, they're not telling you because they know you are, you know, this President Evil type of dude. Yes, because you they have know, expressed that. Right. They know that you're Delicious's husband type of dude. Yeah. And when they've heard you talk about, you know, Delicious's husband and why it's not wrong, they also went, man, well, I can never tell my dad or I can never tell my boyfriend or I can never tell because this motherfucker is going to put it on me. It's yeah. my fault. Um, so uh, Nia says, fuck that asshole. Even in private, that shit is just out of line. I'm glad she didn't throw that high grease on him. Nobody needs to catch a case because of some ain't shit asshole's opinion. Yeah, she volu- did it better than me. Uh, I volunteered for a rape victims hotline. I've heard enough time, uh, enough time. I have had, I have a hard enough time trying to get victims to go to the police before the statute of limitation runs out. Yes, most states have a statute of limitations on rape, even child molestation. And see. And see, this is bullshit that make me mad um, because I feel like that's the vagina clause. Right. Um, because people don't give a shit about women, period. And I hate to be that frank about it. Uh, the reason why, because a lot of the laws and rules and regulations are not women friendly, even when it comes to pregnancy and all that stuff. They're just not women friendly. Right. And it's a shame that women in general, regardless of your race, creed, or color, have to fight to get shit passed so that... It will be for your safety. Why should there be 
an expiration date on this shit, but they're not expiration dates on other bullshit crimes. Well, rape is well. That, first of all, the statute of limitations on a lot of crimes. That's not that's 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 not rape isn't the um, exception here. It's kind of the rule. But the point is, why sh- rape should be the exception. It should get no statute of limitations. Yeah, it's already hard enough to prove a fucking rape. Yeah, already hard enough. Then, like it's not like because you can't really convict somebody circumstantially. Like we we you see what plays out all the time when you know the 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 prosecutors go to the media and all oh, this person got raped and then the defense attorney is immediately like, okay, well she worked at a stripper and she uh, did this and she did that and you know so all of a sudden you're you know it's hard to go to court and prove like this person got raped and especially if you consider well 15 years ago i gotta prove somebody got raped so yeah i don't know why we need a statute of limitations on that accusation like and my thing it doesn't it doesn't make sense it's already hard enough to prove so wait if you wait 20 years somehow that's that's you know gonna make it well now it's not it's like it didn't even happen you know no and i also think too is that for a person that's been raped to even have the courage to come out and say something it's all in itself strong okay you got raped yesterday not today we need you for you to come out and talk about that shit right. everybody mentally can't handle that it says i digress that is a different issue i'm trying to fight if a thief steals a car no one blames the theft victim for flaunting their property you should have had that car out and you shouldn't have had that car out in the open this probably wouldn't have happened if you would have kept it in the garage Fuck delicious ain't shit husband and any motherfucker that voted no in this poll. You should be swiftly and unapologetically removed from society. So, all right. She was very, she did not agree. Othello828 says, okay, I'm going to be the devil's advocate here. All right. Let me stop right here. Um, so he goes on to, to, to try to make the case for, uh, why it's okay to rape women. Mm-mm. Um, here's the thing. Um, I don't, we're not going to do devil's advocate. Nope. Because what that does is it just gives you a chance to disassociate yourself from your opinion. If you really believe this shit, then say it with your fucking chest. Don't try to slide it in sideways on some, I don't really believe this, but someone should make the case. No, someone doesn't need to make the case unless you really believe it. Then we can have a discussion where I'm actually talking to you and not the devil's advocate character that you're portraying. Um, So I'm not going to read your response. Um, You can feel free to submit something from othello 828 or whatever um which is already an alias feel free to do that but let's not do the well just to make the case for rape no let's not let's not play that game um nick Jew says wow miss christable thanks for sharing i too was in a similar situation in high school some friends of mine and i went to some dude's house i didn't know the dudes but my friends said they did everyone left except for me and one girl she was in the room with her dude and i was in the living room with another i was probably 16 so i don't remember all the details but he and i ended up going into the room together we started kissing he wanted to have sex i was a virgin i didn't want to so I said no. Luckily, I was on my period, and that stopped him. He kicked us out, and they shot at us as we were leaving. Damn. Fuck. Thank God everyone was okay. Should I have put myself in that situation? Probably not. Did I learn something? Absolutely. Yeah. And that, I mean, that's that's just crazy as fuck, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, People that's telling crazy. you. Like, they, they shot at someone for saying, no, I don't want to have sex mm-hmm. with you. Like, and I'm sorry. that 
I mean, I know that you feel like, well, should I be in that situation? Well, I, for what possible person would re- expect someone to fucking pull a gun Shut and shoot at them? And, yes. and like, oh, well, we should just accept that, you know, dudes is going to be raping and that's just how it is. So, you know, it's, I don't know, man. Well, I, put your pussy on lock. Yeah, Come I on. get, like, I do get, I'm not trying to say throw caution to the wind. Let's go running out with titties hanging out at midnight. I'm not, I'm not really not trying to say that. I get it. But the, the, the whole like, well, this guy, um, shooting at us and shit like that. I shouldn't even been in that situation. Like, no one could possibly predict that leaving the house. There was no way you, you'd be like, okay, it's time to go. Next be- thing you know, somebody comes with a gun who you wouldn't have known that far in advance that they were crazy. Yeah. What part of the sex talk is that? You no. know, you're, you're coming of age, Karen, and, uh, this is the time when little girls turn to women and little boys start to like you. And, uh, I just got to warn you, um, the i i know that i've told you about the birds and the bees but i haven't told you about getting shot at um, no i haven't told you about the guns and the bullets first of all um, here's your 45 i need you to run in a i need you to run in a zigzag formation Mm -hmm. uh you never want to run straight when you're being shot at Mm -hmm. for turning somebody down for sex because stay low you know you're not going to always want to have sex and when you say no you need to be prepared to be killed so um what i'm gonna need you to do is also i'm gonna teach you how to how to stay low and roll yeah. Okay, we're gonna, I'm, you, you stay low, you zigzag, and you roll. That's yep. the three keys to it. Okay, I need, now I got you some protection. Yeah. Okay, and, uh, I know also, I gave you the condoms already. Yeah. That's different protection. And, this is a taser. And also, uh, I want you to be prepared because next week we're going to, uh, uh, karate class, you know. Yeah, we, we got to be sure you're up on it. We're gonna watch Haywire, and um, I'm gonna get your spy skills up. You know. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be sure you're going to be elite. You're going to have some elite pussy, man. Because we've already accepted that anytime you're ever uh, at a party, anytime you're ever out uh, and you're alone, you will be raped. So, I mean, obviously, that's just that's protect. just how life goes. I mean, you are a woman and it's America, so you going to get raped. I mean, shit. Let's not get it carried away here. It's, and it's your fault, too, by the way. Um, <laughs> you did not have to get those groceries uh, at the sundown. That was... That was your fault, and uh, you knew the rape was coming, and uh, that I don't know why you didn't. Uh, I'm not even sure why why we even having that part of the discussion. We talked about that. So anyway, when you're getting shot at, you're gonna want to wear this bulletproof vest to the party. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Say um, that again. All right, so uh, let's see. We also had some comments on the blog. I just uh, just from uh, J4. I just want to say that Delicious's husband is a dirtbag. There isn't a single scenario where a woman deserves to get raped. Any guy that's ever played the field has probably had a time where he thought he was going to get laid and the shit didn't go down. You know, it's funny. Uh, people take my tweets sometimes to take the curse words out of them. And then I take people's uh, where they try to act like they wasn't cursing. And like ish, because he put ish instead of shit. And I like to put the curse words in there. <laughs> <laughs> so uh he thought he was gonna get laid and ish didn't go down listen we all know that kind of shit sucks you thought you were gonna get into the magical love nest but she wasn't down for it this actually happened to me the one time i messed with a white woman oh man don't do that nigga that's 15 to 30 years <laughs> mm, they don't play you can't be raping white women if you black now if you was a white man that's fine because you're still a woman of course i was annoyed <laughs> but guess what you beat your dick and you live to smash another day but some of these dirtbags out here think that just because a chick wants to go to second base, that they're entitled to slide in the home plate. And those are the guys who end up in jail with Fleece Johnson trying to keep other dirtbags out their poop shoot. Delicious is dumbass, needs to seriously examine her life and why she would marry an ain't shit nigga like she did. 
Well, apparently he's got drug dealer money, so mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, and she did go on Flavor of Love, so because some people gonna be like, "Oh, you calling her a dumbass? Because she almost got raped? Oh, uh, because she got raped? No, mm-hmm. no. Uh, I think we need to separate that part and just say, uh, we're we're not even saying Delicious is the smartest person. Don't. I'm not even gonna say that. I did watch Flav- uh, uh, some of these reality shows. Yes. I get that the people on the shows aren't the greatest, but this situation happens to anybody happens to so many people educated you, uneducated right it's not just about her being on reality mm-hmm. tv it's harvard not, yale yeah, the girl she, working at mcdonald's motherfuckers are raping people you know That's smart women right. that you respect yes they, they yes doctors so, lawyers come on guys um so anyway um she, but yeah she did marry an ain't shit dude if he really believes that um but then again she was kissing flavor flavor on tv so she can't possibly be too smart but between her husband's comments and one of the assholes in the vocal chat i was thoroughly disgusted agreed Jack Murray says, listen to you all talk about Charles Barkley and promoting products in general. One thing that popped directly into my head is, can you, the product pusher, smile in both the before and after pictures? How come in the before pic, she's got one tooth, no makeup on, hair not done, standing there on some ridiculous fat people spandex, all tight-lipped and depressed? Yes. Then in the after pic, she's all done up, had a complete makeup, smiling ear to ear like someone just threw her the D. That's some bullshit. Yeah, they do do that a lot. Mm-hmm. It's like, I was fat, and it's always like him. I was depressed. A bucket of chicken sitting on his chest, and like, he's going know. down his chin. Right. You know, <laughs> crying. Yes. You know, and then, then they show him afterwards, and he's like, you know, just came from the gym. He's like, actually. Cut. Yeah, he's, he's cut up, but not just that, but he's wearing a suit. Uh, he's actually fucking somebody in the picture. Like, it's just. <laughs> Ah! Like my life is better now. Thank you, Slim Fast. Oh. Yes, I feel like I'm 18 again. Oh. Uh, Mr. TBS says I am in total agreement with Jay from Jay Full from the earlier comment. They make this stuff called lotion, and they also make this stuff called porn. Get yourself, get go, get over yourself, rapist. No means no, even to delicious pseudo pimp husband. Anon, it says she's here. And she said, what the hell's going on in Atlanta? And she sent me a link to that Eddie Long getting crowned king thing. So, um, all right, let's see what else we got going on here. Uh, don't forget, phone lines are still over 704-557-0186. Um, you know, just in case people want to, um, you know, want to talk oh, about yeah. whatever. Um, all right, so let's go ahead and get into some more comments. We got one more episode. Okay, yes. Um, episode 268. Final Destination Black History Month. Um, and uh, this is where we broke down the, the film of Eddie Long mm-hmm. getting crowned the king of the pedophiles. And everyone applauding and cheering him. Uh, even though no men were on, um, no boys were able to be around the stage. Because, you know, the whole agreement. Um, Alright, so I said, basically, if you went to New Birth, would you have left by now? Yes or no? Yes, 95%. No, 5%. All right, so let's go into the comments. Professor LCH says, I hollered. Five exclamation points, Karen. Ha! I hate you two. But especially for your nonsense around Eddie Long and Little Richard. Long and Little. (laughs) Woo! That's her words. That's right. (laughs) I listened to others talk about that new birth clip. I found nothing to laugh at. Uh, After I listened to you two at points, your pattern had the classic timing of great comedy teams. Laurel and Hardy, Martin and Lewis, Lucy and Ricky, Tom and Jerry. 
Oh, well, not them. Okay. Yes, not, not Tommy Jane. Ah! Good golly, Miss Molly. I am slain. Congrats on another fab show and congrats to Karen for her for embedded. I cheered for her given how much embedded, yes. <laughs> My new vocabulary word. I'm gonna use it every damn time I can now. Given how much Rod trolls her for that exact word. L O L. Um <laughs> Yeah. Um and I appreciate that, man, because you know what's what's funny, man? Um every time we get done with a show, I always feel like it was the worst show ever. Every time. Like I like we got done with Thursday shows like that. That just wasn't our best. That that's one of the worst ones we ever done. You know, I don't say anything to anybody, but it's all in my head, like, uh eh, this shit sucked. Uh really <laughs> really starting to lose our fastball. We should probably wrap it up. And, and you know what? It does it really does help help when people say compliments and nice things about the show. And that's one good thing about Twitter is you get those constant like you know, with the hashtag, you'll see all about the list to the show. And, you know, I pay attention to it. I don't always retweet what the people are saying, but I pay attention to it because, you know, I too. I'll end the show and I'll be like, man, fuck, dude, that, you know, that I don't even know if that was funny. Karen's calling people May a Jew. Uh, <laughs> you know, shit is just not, you know, maybe I wasn't on my top of my she game. Had control back there. I had a couple points where, I, you know, I thought this would be funny. I don't think it was as funny as I thought it would be. And then you see, like. Oh, this shit was great. You guys, you know, you guys are the funniest. And you're like, <laughs> thank God. It was, uh, whew. it was, it was, it was t- touch and one. go. <laughs> it was touch and go. I was ready to fucking close the studio like Puff Daddy and shit. But no, they, they like, they still like us. So thank you, Professor LCH. Yes. Um, Will says, hell yeah, I would have left, man. We only a month into 2012 and shit is already getting weird, man. I would have left when Vince McMahon said the scroll was risen from the dead. He called that dude Vince McMahon. That's hilarious. I don't know, man. This is why it's hard for me to go to church, man. I can pray, do the right thing, and save money right at home, bro. Funk that. <laughs> I, I hear you. <laughs> donate to the church of the black guy who tips. I know so. All right, man. So that's the page, man. Uh, we got emails and uh, we got Facebook page. We got let's, iTunes reviews. Let's do iTunes. All right, we got two iTunes reviews this week. Um, the first is from Rhonda M. Love the show. Five stars. Why am I reading this, Karen? Because it's five stars, sir. Right. If it was four stars, would I be reading this? Nope. Four and a half? Nope. Yeah, Four point seventy-five. There's still somebody that hasn't got that shit read because it's only four stars. Yep. I'm talking about you, Kenny. I love the show and your chemistry. It's so cute. Plus, I get to laugh at ratchetness and won't be judged for it. Yes! <laughs> you think she said that like Clarence Williams the third? You know she did. Yes! Cuban B! Let's just... <laughs> <laughs> Your little Mexican friend, too. Yes. I'm Cuban B. Yes! Cuban B. I still. <laughs> I can never. Oh, I love that dude. Oh, I wonder if he would do the show. I can, can't get enough Clarence with the third. I know. I still haven't figured out your schedule, and it frustrates me when I think I'm going to find a new Ratchet Delight on iTunes. Oh, well, keep up the good work. I don't even listen to my music on my iPhone anymore. Just podcast. Thanks. You're welcome. We do this. Thursday at 5 p.m., mm-hmm. Saturdays at 10 a.m., mm-hmm. and Sundays at 7 p.m. normally, but when it's Super Bowl, we do it at 11 a.m. Yep. With Noah Giovanni and Sarone Russell. Yep, can't wait. And also, uh, just to put this out there, for y'all that's in these other countries across the big old world, let us know if y'all leave iTunes reviews because we only see the American ones that pop up. Yeah. Uh, Rain in Black, Rain in Black says... 
awesome five stars raining black it's raining black hallelujah it's raining black Everybody. Everybody. <laughs> Everybody. It's raining. That'd, that'd be too much for some folks. What oh, no, I'm now? black. Yes, and now you got to deal with racism. Speaking of whores, my, have you listened to the lyrics of that song? Raining men? I know it's a gay anthem now, but two women did that. The Weather Girls? Dog. People, Uh-oh. I don't want to hear my mama say shit about our music, dog. Uh-oh. Ever. They are all oh, them shit y'all listen to. I've only heard the, uh, the, uh, whatchamacallit version. The shit that y'all listen to on the yeah they, on, on the day is like no man it's I don't know it's raining men seems to be pretty pretty fucking um pretty bad dog let me I, let me see if I can play some of this shit like, this is nothing this is talking about sperms going all on these women oh. Whatever happened to these women? I miss these big sisters. It was the 80s, y'all. I'm sorry. Every song had a long intro. I'm oh, sorry. yes. Oh, I ain't never heard this version. Hey, man. Why are they so sassy? I love it. It just came on high, girl. Hey, girl, what you talking about? Yes, yeah, you gotta remember, y'all, for y'all young folks out there, they had like two minute intros before you heard anything, just to let you know. Hello, girl. They're clearly talking about it. It's rising. Balls are hanging low. But it's easy. It's raining on. Uh, yo, what's up? You on the Black Guy Tips? Uh, what's up, Rod? It's Oscar Edgy. It's Reggie. What's up, Reggie, Reggie? Man, we just listened to some raining men. Yes. I guess was that your signal uh, to call I in? Know. I called. I feel like this is. I feel like this is confirming all sorts of negative stereotypes. Yes. That, that we shouldn't be. We were singing hard too for you came on too. Yeah. We was all in sync. You were going in. I was like, hey, they singing my goddamn national. <laughs> it's like the gay bat signal and shit. It's like, oh, hold up. <laughs> He wasn't even li- he wasn't even listening to the show. He was just like hanging out somewhere. He's like, wait a minute. I, I yeah, felt the I was, force. I was playing basketball and I just I heard somebody <laughs> singing this random name. So I was like, oh, let me call the black hair tips. <laughs> well, that's the, it's the shit, man. I, but yeah, these ladies were definitely talking about um fucking. Like, and I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> I think my mom. Like, the lyrics like absolutely soaking wet. Like, man, this is not appropriate. Like, I don't really feel like I need you to talk about this. You're somebody's mama. Like, <laughs> Like I need an adult. Down and dirty. Like I was listening to this. Like what? Um. What? Okay. This is a short story. But um, at my job, I was. I we uh, had this. 
picture uh, that someone found in a desk of this old guy that used to work there a long time ago. I, we don't even know his name or anything. It's just a random picture, right? So we took the picture and we named it uh, Keech Merriweather. And we started finding <laughs> different ways to send it to this other department. And they would never send it back. So, like, we would enter office, mail it, uh, you know, with, like, a letter. You know, like, a letter from Keech. And then they would, like, they, they would send us one. I think one time they put it in, like... Uh, a bunch of Coronas. They made copies of it and they made him the, you know, his own beer. Um, <laughs> so like, you know, and then finally one day that, you know, of course we went too far. We had to stop it. We took a, um, we took a CD and put a bunch of, uh, like gay, like I went and looked up gay hits, gay anthems. And of course it's mm-hmm. raining, it's raining men was on there. Um, of course. I had some like Karma Chameleon. I had, I had a bunch of shit, man. It was a long time You're ago. for the boy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. I, I had the jams, which is, <laughs> which is, you know, I made like two copies of it. And so I put him in, on the cover of one and I mailed it to him, but I kept the copy. And I, I would, okay. and we would like go to lunch and we would listen to the shit at lunch. And, <laughs> and you know, we have a good time. Like, oh man, this shit is fun. And you know, but you like, you know, and it was like me and a couple we female coworkers and like one dude was like, oh, this is so gay. It's so funny. And then I was going to the gym one day and I was just like, it's raining, man. You know, I'm just, let me just throw this shit in, man. That shit is good. Yes, it is. That shit is good. Yes. Wow. I wonder how many people parted to that song and had no idea what they was talking about. I know I did, dude. I I, I figured out it was raining outside. When I listened to them words, I was like, these ladies love dick. Congratulations, ladies. You have found your well, purpose. It was like the 70s. Everybody was fucking. Yeah, basically. Hello. So, yeah, man. Except, except, for, my, except for my mom. No, she don't. She no, of course she not. Not my parents either. My parents either. They ah. did not fuck. Yeah, yeah. both in we have. Yeah, we have that um, in common. But I was calling because I know how y'all like to add stuff to the store mm-hmm. all the time. So I was wondering... Can we get the foreskin of ratchetness? Uh, <laughs> the black guy who tips the store. <laughs> well, I mean, that's priceless. And it starts at $60,000, even though it's priceless. Well, it's better, that's better than getting a donation. Y'all could fucking come up if y'all had a foreskin of righteousness and a belt of, like, a, a sword belt. A belt of swords. <laughs> Yo, you know these ratchet ass motherfuckers out here need things to hold their swords. So you get a foreskin of ratchetness and a, a belt for swords, and y'all will come the fuck up. That's a good idea, right? Uh, I think that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna start adding stuff to the store. And I only want I only want 60%. That's all. Okay, oh, okay, okay. All right. That's a, you're right. Now I realize I would have to pay you. Never mind. I don't want to do this idea. <laughs> it's a terrible baby. idea. Because well, I'm going to I have to pay Todd to, to Bishop Eddie Long. <laughs> I have to. Of course. Because he's, he's the king of <laughs> the pedophiles. Or yes. whatever the man said he was. Uh, he's the king of pedophiles. Yeah, uh, king of R. Pedophiles. Kelly was very hey. upset. Um,. You know, he's now he's gonna have to go back to being the Pied Piper pedophile. Hey, so, hey, baby, and have it all wrapped around the unofficial sport, <laughs> bullet ball. Yeah, uh, y'all are just coming up with ways bullet to get us sued. Karen, bullet balls. Yes, bullet balls <laughs> and bullet balls, extreme, sir. Yes, extreme bullet balls. Yes, <laughs> wrapped around the foreskin of ratchetness. <laughs> And a belt of swords. I agree, sir. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> we need, but we just need to like find one of them fancy ass chairs to whip somebody in. I think, I think we can get them shit from IKEA though. Yeah, that yes. shit didn't look expensive at all, man. That, that 
I was so mad at everything. They're like, we have to pick this. We have to pick this heavy nigga up. Yeah, pick him up. Yeah, first I was like, the here's the four people from the four corners of the earth. We went and got, and he's like, uh, nigga, I'm from the SWAT. I'm not from like um I'm from Glenwood. <laughs> right. What are you talking about? I'm from Buckhead. Uh I didn't know we would even be doing this. Uh so I'm surprised you didn't Earth, Wind and Fire. <laughs> and Earth. I was mad. There's no fucking choreography. No, it's like they really did it on the fly. Mm-hmm. And they were and the fools was really in there clapping like they were watching the fucking circus. Like, mm, this is good acrobatics here. You see how he did that? Just look at they spending them. Where's the lions and the tigers then? Oh my! Yeah, come on, <laughs> man. Siegfried and Roy shit. But then, if they did that, then everybody would really know that Eddie Long loved dicks. Because I feel like those <laughs> people would still like the holdout. Like everybody else in America knows that Eddie Long breast tastes like you know raining men. Right. Yes. <laughs> they, no, that wig says raining men. That wig. That that wig. These two ladies yeah. that like dick put his wig on well, his head. Well, <laughs> okay, cause see, I, I, I grew up watching Eddie Long, like, when I had no choice, when I right. was like six or seven. And I was like, oh, that's unfortunate, he's losing his hair. And then one day I looked at it, like, after I moved to college, and I was like, wait, it grew? Oh no! That's a <laughs> Man, that dude got accused of child molestation and rape, and came back and did a sermon with more hair. I was like, yeah. "What? Huh? What? <laughs> what? You can't but, know." But like, you should be know. losing it under the stress, sir. Not it, growing. It's it. like the hair acquitted him and shit. It's like, why, why would God bless me with this hair if I was a rapist? Think yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, if I was a rapist, why would God give me a full head of synthetic, I mean, real hair? <laughs> yeah. You think you just get this? This is the finest shit off the boat from China. Yes, this is human hair. What yeah. are you talking about? Yeah. I don't buy that fake shit. My I, shit don't burn. I killed seven orphans to get this hair. It don't melt under Which the heat. further proof. Like, I have never seen a pastor with a lace front wig before. Like, <laughs> Oh, man. Eddie. He's the gift that keeps on giving. Yes. Every time me and Roger think he goes away, he just keeps coming back for more. Uh, and like, I, honestly, when that shit happened, I tried not to cover it. And so many people was like, nope, you got to, dog. It's not, it's, it's not, not even a choice. <laughs> it's not a choice. <laughs> oh, but all right, Reggie. <laughs> all right, Reggie. Thank you for calling in, thank man. Thank you, babe. And we'll, we'll definitely get back up with you, dude. We really appreciate it. <laughs> Shout out to the chat room. Yes, sir. Peace. peace. All right, peace. Uh, where were we? <laughs> ah, it, that's right. Rain the men. Turn it up, baby. It's raining men. You see, Hallelujah. You see them talking about abs- absolutely soaking wet. Hallelujah is raining men. This is Eddie Long's song. Yes, hallelujah. It's you know, this good. Is, you know this is secret shit on his iPod and shit. Oh, 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 do you think when it comes on he starts clapping? It's raining men. Yes, <laughs> it's raining men. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, look, we gotta give like, I don't even remember what the fuck we were doing. What the fuck what are we doing? Uh, iTunes reviews? Uh, yes. Did I stop in the middle of somebody's <laughs> iTunes review for that shit? I'm, I say, I think you did. All from all from raining black. <laughs> Yes, raining black, raining yep. men. This raining black guy who tips. Yes. 
Um, let's see. You don't have to read this on the radio. It's way too long. Too late, nigga. Yes. I've been it, listen- it started raining men over this. I've been listening to Blacking It Up, my first podcast ever, since last January. And I've heard Rod call and say ratchetness on that show, but I was too lazy to check out his podcast until the other day. Well, you know, I'm glad you uh, came around. Me too. Thank you. You know, no need to be lazy. <laughs> she says, and I'm really glad I did. Or him. I don't know. Rain and Black has no gender, really. Um, first, I must say the chemistry between Rod and Karen is amazing. They make a perfect podcast match. And their comments on current events are hilarious. The first episode I tuned into was the recent one about rape. While it was not an easy topic to talk about, they handled it quite well. They reminded me of another podcast, The White House. That's Elon James White. That's his show. Yes. Where they are very ratchet professionally. They have comedians. Yes. We are not comedians. Yeah. We richest people. Mm -hmm. Um, They remind me of another podcast, The White House. Lots of swearing and bringing levity to serious topics, which I enjoy. Life is hard. You might as well laugh at it. I've only listened to a few episodes so far and they're rather long, but I'm not complaining about that. I I wouldn't mind listening to their banter for an hour or so. They're very entertaining. I certainly couldn't get away with listening to this in public, though. Of course not. Mm mm. Where everybody's secret jump off. Yes. People would stare at me laughing to myself, and that's how you get committed. One recurring portion of the show that I find particularly amusing is Guess the Race, while discussing outlandish stories. We white people are pretty crazy, aren't we? Uh, Yeah, some of y'all are. <clears throat> and sometimes it's black people. Sometimes it's Asians. Sometimes it's Mexican. We, I, I, we, I mean, we are biracial when it comes to Pretty culture. much, guess the race is the well, only... No, multiracial. I'm sorry, Gabby. Bi- multiracial. Guess the, guess the race is the only segment of the show where you can't win. Because, um... Sometimes eventually, the don't fit the, don't fit what you think it should. Like, one, either you're racist for knowing or you're racist for not knowing. <laughs> like, you can't <laughs> win guess the race. It's I, a losing And sometimes I'm looking at the pitch and be wrong. But, like, oh, they wasn't that? Yeah, um... And, uh, yeah, you white people, y'all have some crazy stuff, but we've covered all spectrums of ratchet-ass people. If you have a story on the show, it don't matter what your race is. Nope. It's going to look bad. Yes. We don't cover good. We've never been like, and he saved seven puppies from a whale. <clears throat> Guess the race. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. No. We do. It's more like, uh, he, and then he ate the people in front of their parents. Guess the race, you know? Yes. Anywho. Um, she said, sorry about white people being pretty crazy. You don't have to apologize. Uh-huh. We've accepted it. We have history books. Anywho, keep doing what you're doing. You do it well, but I'm sure you're quite aware of that already. Well, we can never get enough of compliments. So you keep telling us how well we're doing. Thank, Thank you. you. Um, all right. Um, <clears throat> we got emails, got the page. Well, and then Let's I think that's the end of the show. The page and we do the emails last. Okay. What happened to the dog though? Episode 265. And you on. know what? I'm so glad he found that dog. I, we was really worried. Terrence Summer, Summer says, lesbian samurai action movie with a thin line between love and hate twist. Tarantino, Martin Lawrence have a summer blockbuster slightly based on the true Florida headline. At least 85 mil opening weekend. <clears throat> yeah, because we did talk about the lesbian uh, sword fighting. Mm-hmm. So that would that would be Man, a good movie. And you know what, baby? I don't know if this ever would happen, but if we could mess around and get the, the black guy who tips studios... Oh shit! It would be all air cracking. We could make that shit pop off. Yeah, I just want to do my Samurai Pimp movie. I yes. already have the music and everything. I'm sure uh, Curtis Mayfield. I'm sure we could pay for whatever we need. To yes. Because if I don't have uh, Freddy's Dead, then I don't want to do the movie. Mm-mm. Nope. 
Little brother said a poor quality the black. Oh yeah, I forgot. This was the episode that fucking just got erased. Lost, yeah. And I had I had to get a poor quality version from um uh recording with the mixer, recording mm-hmm. straight off a of vocal. vocal. And vocal and don't I, I, get I the mean, best sound. I could yeah, don't. I wasn't pleased, but mm-hmm. I, it was either this or no episode, so I put it out and I was just hoping that people would like it. So thank you guys. Uh Leonard Brothers, a poor quality of the black autist is better than none at all. We went without the show while Karen had surgery, recovered and recovered from it. I'll peep this one for sure. So thank you. Thank you. Um <clears throat> let's see what other comments we had. Um don't blame the victim. Uh, episode 266. Aaron Boykin said about that sideways talking husband of hers. And he linked us to that, uh, you know, That's delicious true. husband arresting the FBI sting mm-hmm. article. Elizabeth says, I was really touched by Karen's testimony. I was listening to Where's My 40 Acres, where they also addressed delicious clip. It's interesting that not once did she say a black man raped me. But on both sides, on both shows, the behavior was initially addressed as a black issue. It's interesting how quickly even even many black people implicate themselves for reported bad behavior. Okay, um, two things. One, I do want to say, um, yeah, rape isn't a black or white issue. It's 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 not. It's a it's a it's a societal, yes, um, patriarchal issue. Like where we try to force this, men are do this, women do that type shit. Okay, mm-hmm. that's one. Number two, I think. Uh, possibly people might have also assumed that because she's black and in people's minds it's like okay her husband's black flavor flavor is well he's black as hell yes. and um you know there's just like it could have just been also the assumption of okay yeah a black person is a black woman is attracted to a black man so a black person raped her not that that's any more right or mm-hmm. wrong um but then also i can't remember if it was karen that, but somebody started being like, yeah, and you know, and this is, you know, in black uh, society, we don't talk about these things. And that that's why. Me. OK. And I, and I was like, no, these statistics show of all cultures, all races. Yes. Everybody are, are not talking about this and are and it's happening. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think, yeah, and I, you know, we did try to um, at least clean that up somewhat because the discussion was all over the place. It's a very messy topic and people always get distracted from you know, the actual what we're discussing, which is yep. no means no, no exceptions. That's right. Um, but on both shows, the behavior was, okay. It's interesting how quickly even many black people implicate themselves for reported bad behavior. I appreciated you offering the real stats. Rape isn't even a race issue. In actuality, however, just glad you hear, just glad to hear you guys speak on the topic with such passion. Great show. Thank you. She said another thing. Mr. Moody alluded to this in the show. Do you guys plan to explore women dressing and carrying themselves with respect in the future or dressing, quote unquote, responsibly, whatever that means? That is an interesting angle as well, because who decides what what that even is? Just a thought. Again, great show. Um, Yeah, I tried to basically get away from that topic because that's a whole nother topic um, during that discussion. Mm -hmm. And it's not fair to have that discussion Mm -hmm. during the same discussion where you're like, don't rape people. Anyway, women need to dress this way. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, personally, I don't believe in that shit. Mm -hmm. You know, um, we never really I I don't have any issues with it. Obviously, I don't care about people I'm not having sex with. But, um, yeah, I don't I actually do not have the disgust that people have for women dressing like they want to fuck. Women want to fuck. Newsflash. And I like women that like the fuck. I don't know why people come down on these women for liking the fuck. Aren't you trying to fuck them? Aren't, don't you want to have sex with a woman like that is advertising that she would like to have some sex to? I'm not sure why that's a bad thing. Neither. You know, I also don't have a problem with jeans that, you know, oh, they shape her ass. I am good. 
And and my th- my thing is that the the I think the thing that really pisses me off is that why do they think everybody just like prudes? Uh, so if you just like a prude, that means you don't like a fuck. Nah, just because your skirt touched the ground, you might be getting fucked more than the girl in the yeah, short. Yeah, it's skirt. like we attribute a certain value to that. With certain clothing, I don't and think how you're dressed, and and it's not the same. And mm-hmm. I I think the thing that makes me mad is that why can't a woman? be a doctor or a lawyer or, mm. or make all this money and decide, you know what? I want to go to the club and I want some dick tonight. Yeah. Why, why can't, can't she do that? Yeah. Why can't she go to the club and just dress that way and want some free drinks and want to dance with her girl? That's right. I have a good time. Might not even want it. Yeah. But, I don't, but, I mean, it's and like, and the thing is, you know, like one of the things that Mr. Moody said was like, well, um, you know, then they, they'll dress like that and then they be wondering why they don't have a man and shit. One, not every woman wants a man. They say that again. There's a lot of women out there that don't fucking care if they got a man or not. They don't just care wanna, if they married, not concerned about it, a boyfriend. Yeah. And, and the thing. They want to fuck tonight. Yeah. And the thing about it is that for some reason people think that men are only, men are the only people that are conditioned to have sex and not have any emotional attachment. That's not so. Right. There are women out there that say, you know what? I want dick. I don't want a relationship. But you know, nigga, pack your shit. You got to go afterwards. Yeah, so and I they don't, don't have a problem with that. But when women do that, all of a sudden you get labeled with these names. But men do that. He gets daps and high fives from his friends. Yeah, I don't, I don't blame him, honestly. I mean, why are dudes wearing Under Armour in the club? They want to show off their pecs. I don't give Hello. a fuck. I don't see it as I don't. I mean, and first, I like the look. And it's the club. Like who the fuck is the I, club, like? That's dog. another thing. Come I don't judge the entirety of humanity and our relationships based off of the, the club. club. No, like the club. Like basing that's shit what you do. Like basing shit that happens in the club and saying, well, this this is how real relationships go is like basing shit on what happens at the amusement park or what happens at, uh, uh, you know, what happens at the basketball court. Like, n- n- no, no, no. is that that's the, not the environment is completely. Yeah. different. Like, that's, I, so I wouldn't judge it. I, I don't care. Women dress how you want to dress. I don't. I don't care. The only thing I say is don't be trying to rape. Somebody put a fucking uh, picture of a, and I've seen this picture so many times and I get pissed every time I see it. Um, someone put a picture of a, uh, nerd who put the number, the symbol for pie as his tip amount instead of, uh, you know, the actual, Right now, three dollars and fourteen cents, which is asshole move because now they have to calculate that out. Uh, second of all, in this bill, it was only a twelve percent tip. I think you should tip fifteen percent for good service, at least. So you know, unless there's a dollar bill somewhere sitting around in the background and you didn't take a picture of, no, this is. A, mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck about your quirk, cute little shit is these are like the same people that every time you go to the table they tell you a joke that you've heard a million times and shit mm-hmm. it was like oh, your name is rod <laughs> i'm like the rod of god i bet you never heard that one before <laughs> shut the fuck up <laughs> order your goddamn food and let's go i don't need you your- i got other tables sir yeah oh it's the first time i heard that joke you know you're working harder hardly working here <laughs> shut the fuck up jesus you're not fucking funny, sir. Nope. Uh, sorry about that, buddy. Uh, whoever wrote that, uh, I wasn't fussing at you. But now nah, I don't think that was cute. I wanted that to figure out some symbol when I go to your table. Um, no. Now I'm sitting at the front register, like, hold on, is it three pie points? Is, yes, that's uh, what I'd have fuck two, I'd have been thinking about. Well, um, you know what, pot? Fuck it, man. Just just keep the tip. I don't even know what that means. I I'm a waiter. I didn't graduate from college. Um. Uh, let's see. Gabby sent in that article about the surprise rape joke, uh, mm-hmm. that, 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 that lad mad had. 
um some a bunch of people sent me the lightsaber guy who fought the uh cops and they tried to tase him and it didn't work we covered that already in december when it happened um so let's see what else we got uh well i asked people about things that set black people back and white people back in 2011 because that show's coming up soon yes it is uh and uh that was pretty much it for uh comments on the show and stuff um but uh all right let's um get into the email so we can wrap this thing up yep and just so you know the phone lines are still open guys oh yeah 704-557-0186 in case people want to um you know chime in with their phone uh conversations and stuff like that all right yousef says quick story i went to see haywire with my wife thank you for your recommendation at the beginning they had a trailer for 21 jump street which ugh why is ice why is ice cube talking like that yeah uh, man it's just for those of us that grew up with with scary with scary ice cube and and serious 21 jump street that that whole thing just made me feel old and unwanted yes i remember 21 jump street 21 jump street was nothing like this it was not a fucking comedy and wasn't when did ice cube start saying stop cursing and that bothered me in the trailer he's like once he did are you there yet he's like y'all are some serious mofos jumping up in this joint and like what huh you looking like miley cyrus and like oh okay <laughs> okay cube uh can you oh, go back to calling scary anymore sir you used to call white women cave bitches sir what happened to you what happened to cave bitch ice cube he when he died when they got there yeah. <laughs> 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 oh we here turn the car off <laughs> the end of that series that's what happens. <laughs> poor, poor Ice Cube. Oh God! Oh uh, yeah, they, they there now. Yes, that, that's that's what happened. <laughs> they finished traveling. Oh, maybe there is like the Republican Party or something. I don't know where. Yeah, wherever there is, <laughs> he was trying. To they get... pulled up. He was like, "This is it. We are there." <laughs> there is white people's money. I'm out. Yes, let me out right here. Right? Oh, y'all gonna keep going? Mm, I'm finished. I'm there. Uh, how does this Tatum, he's talking about, uh, Chetting Tatum. How does this Tatum dude keeps get, getting main role work? Yeah, I don't know. Tat- Chetting Tatum uh, can't act, people. A worth shit. He's the one movie, faced, man. I've, I've seen one movie where he was really good. And that was called Fighting. Why was he really good? Cause he played a meathead dumbass who just fights people for no reason. And you know what? Bravo, sir. Well done. And you know, some people need roles like that where they don't say anything. Right, like he, he he basically played like the white, you know, like a, a 2010 version of Rocky. Like, okay, I get it. You, you you're just a dumbass. But any role where he has to be a competent actor, no. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Um, at the beginning they had a trailer for 21 Jump Street, which uh, why does Ice keep talking like that? Why does Tatum keep getting main role work? Anyway. I get to the part in the trailer where something overwhelming happens. They stop the music and someone says something totally lame like, you were expecting maybe the Adams family? In this case, Jonah Hill says, I just crapped my pants. And my wife starts laughing for like a minute and a half. This whole time I was trying to be clever and funny only to be outdone by the money-making phrase, I just crapped my pants. That's what's hood? I guess so. So now my life with my wife is just me looking for awkward moments of of silence for me to interject that I just shit myself. I love you so much. Do you have to talk? Do you have time to talk to me about having a baby? By the end, I enjoyed the last feedback episode just fine. Once I imagine you two were doing it completely in auto auto tune. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing stops me from listening. Well, thank you, Yusef. Thank you. Um. 
professor lch she wrote us a letter she says hi ryan hi karen what's up can i just say how much i loved listening to you call me out regarding finally contributing to the show i kept repeating replaying the whole oprah gail statement thing it was priceless <laughs> ha! i'm so not a baller however your jokes made me feel like one and Rod, you were so right i felt your come on dog you keep complimenting our work when you gonna donate <laughs> I don't even remember saying that part, but thank you. Yes. I decided not to send another communication until I donated. Your strong vibes did the trick. Because you strong. Man, Professor LCH got like a, a conscience, man. She's nice. Yes, thank you. Like I don't even, like I don't even be meaning to guilt trip her. She just guilt tripped herself. Like, I'm, but I'm not going to stop. I mean, I do appreciate this money. So I'm, yeah. I guess we you, you help in the lockout, honey. Yeah. I guess we better keep it going. You, you were a part of the reason that Justin and Will are back. So. You did it. You think you think when Justin and Will come back she, and they start talking that ratchet bullshit, disrupting the show, she's going to be like, I brought this on myself, didn't I? Yes, I gave she did. Them, I gave them money for these fools to yeah. come in and say I set them free. sideways, sarcastic things that trip up the show. Um, <laughs> now, question mark, on to the stickier, trickier part of the email slash feedback. Prepare for a Gabby-like email. I don't expect you'll be able to read all of this on your feedback show. Nevertheless, I shall be listening. Oh, I'm going to read it. All, all of it too. What an experiment you conducted on the episode. Don't blame the victim. I appreciate what you tried to do. I really, really did. May I ask you one question? What the entire F? Oh, wait. What the entire fuck? Yeah, that's what she meant. Yeah, that's what she means. The sad. I hate when people do that because they make me have to say the curse word in my head like they didn't say it. <laughs> I'm just saying, gosh darn. You're like, you mean goddamn? Oh, now I said it. Um, anyway, this show was riveting in good and awful ways. It was funny. It was painful. It was befuddling. It was poignant. It was frustrating. It was groundbreaking. What a show within a show. What a paradox within a riddle. I should have taken my hint from Mr. Hur's re- re- recitation of rap lyrics at the top of the show that this episode would be cray. <laughs> Little did I know that would be only the half of it. And I need to hide my kids, hide my wife, hide my husband too. And I have none of those. Still, they remain hidden after this show. <laughs> you can't be a saber tooth out here getting on these young dudes and be with the husbands and kids and, and wives. Mm-hmm. Of course, she had to hide them. Of course. So initially, I was hyped by Mr. Moody. He's got a great voice and engaging personality. When he spoke, he lit up the net orally. All that intro love fest between he and Roderick and his verbal sweetness to Karen all wins. Granted, the love fest was a wee bit moist. (laughs) And the lathering and kissing up and such. Still great intro. Plus, he's all grown. 42 and meaty voice. And he's a workout fanatic, too. Don't forget. Yes, he is. He's fit. Yeah, he is married, though. Sure, I'll have some of that, please. Now, now some of his comments. E.G. Light-skinned, natural hair, gang-banging, hood rat. That's what he was talking about looking for in the XNXX uh, website yes. search. And, uh, you know, hey, you like what you like, people. Mm-hmm. Don't look, I'm not shaming you for liking whatever you want. Mm-hmm. If you knew what I was putting in them searches, you'd be looking at me sideways, too. Yes, you would. So, I don't know. Uh, I'm not mad. Mm-hmm. It kind of made me go, hmm, but okay. I wouldn't want to be judged by what turns me on, so okay. Yeah. 
As for Mr. Hurd, well, more on him later. Suffice it to say his cadence and timing registered on a different frequency. I'm sure it works amazingly well on his show. On the Black Owl Tips, um, well, but he was a bit funny in an unsuspecting way. Shout out to him for those moments. E.g. the sympathy card that reads, damn, on the front. <laughs> and where you open it and it makes that teeth sucking sound. Rolling on the floor laughing my ass off. Yeah, that was brilliant. Damn. <laughs> that's, that's awesome otherwise Mr. Hurd's intermittent burst of slow energy and clunky radio silence awkward forget what you heard slash heard indeed lol I even forgot that, that, that's just mean I even wonder why exactly he did the show uh, need Mr. Hurd Mr. Moody was uh, jovial and verbose enough for everyone so she's like what, why do we even need Mr. Hurd on the show Mr. Moody is, is enough and then Roderick went in in bold. Now I've seen Rod's weekend tweets regarding men mischaracterization, uh, mis- men's mischaracterization of rape. I don't try to find. Oh, hold on! Someone's calling the middle of the email. Let's get it on. Brent, what's up, what's dog? Up? Man, Rod. Yes, sir. Man, I ain't heard from y'all in a month, man. I just had to call in today, <laughs> uh, and I just had to give y'all a shout out, man. Listen. I wanted to tell y'all this because I want to be first so I can say this on so so you can verify me if this happens. But people talking about West Welker and all that shit. Yeah. Dion Branch is the Robert Ory of the New England Patriots. If they <laughs> win, it's going to be because of Dion Branch right from right here from Albany, Georgia. So I just wanted to say that so y'all, y'all can put that on the air so you can verify this. If the Patriots win... It's gonna be it's gonna be because Dion Branch made a big catch, like somewhere late in the fourth quarter that sealed the deal. They got them in field goal range, or they got them a touchdown. Oh, okay, all right. Well, I, I'm putting you on record now. So if this don't happen, you on record. And if yeah, this don't happen, the call to the podcast. Yeah, shout out to all my boy Classic now. Yeah, hey, right. hey, if you call, this means you need to call back next Saturday, good or bad. Good or bad, yeah. I will call back. All right. I got a funeral that's supposed to be at like 12, but I'll call back. All right. Okay, cool. All right, Brent, yeah, man. Was, oh, go ahead. Yes, man. Yeah, man, we had we a, 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 somebody that died, and they decided to have their funeral two weeks after they died. But Damn. You know, they ain't, I ain't got nothing to do with that. You okay. know how that goes. Yeah. Hey, it's business is business, dog. Yeah, oh. business is business. You got to say, dog. Yep. <laughs> yeah, well, that's all we're going to say on that. But let me get back to eating this chick lay sandwich on my way out. Yes, sir. All right, all right yeah. man. Peace. Peace. Um, let's see. Where were we at? Uh, Professor LCH's email. Yes. Uh, oh, then Roderick went in. Now, I've seen Rod's tweets, weekend tweets regarding men's mischaracterization of rape. I don't try to find the... I don't try to find, I didn't try to find the thread or check out what was being said. I could imagine. I didn't need to read. Besides, I thought he was having more Twitter beef and that wasn't my business. <laughs> they think you fuss with everybody. They, they really do, man. You don't. Oh, but Rob began to play that tape of a quote unquote husband attacking his wife during his, her interview when, they, when she spoke of childhood rape. Sorry, 18 year olds. I count that as not adult. Me too. Yeah. That's not, I think anyone who's dealt with college kids or been to college or like people just get older and they have this like weird, like when I was 18, it was this way. No, nigga, I wasn't shit at 18. I couldn't wait to not even, I remember being in college and being like, I'm too lazy to check my mail. Say that again. I don't feel like going to the calf today. What <laughs> right. are you talking about? So I mean, Uh-oh. I, so you calling back, baby. Wait, Brent calling back? Yep. Oh, no, nah, he hung up. Okay. All right. Um, 
but uh rob uh began to play the tape of the husband blah 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 so um i appreciate how much rob wanted us to get slash hear it so much so he summarized and repeated and completed with the side of the neck greasy talk comments from by the quote-unquote husband after rod did a magnificent job of blasting the husband in that mindset of further victim victimizing victims he asked the show's guest to weigh in i was holding my breath while your guest responded me too actually all i can say is this yo First, Mr. Heard responded in the most awkward, tense, tight, terse way. I found his response only kind of satisfactory. I eagerly awaited Mr. Moody's certain, certainly more animated response. And then Mr. Moody weighed in. Holy God Almighty. <laughs> All caps. Red. <laughs> guess Jesus said that part of you. I guess he did. What in the world happened to this on the show? I tried to fix my face and appreciate the fly on, for the fly on the wall perspective of men talking about men and crime and sex and gender. It was way too rough for me. Dude, yo, the, even the quote unquote good guys talk like this. Woo. Yeah. And you know what's funny? Um, part of the conversation, I was glad it was taking place because I do think that people need to understand that somebody can talk like that. Like it's kind of like how rappers say, well, I'll say bitch in my song, but I'm not, you know, I don't really hate women. And people are like, no, you hate women. Fuck that. You shouldn't say that. And it's like, but, but what if it's true? That's right. Like, what if they do talk that kind of slang, but they don't really hate women and they yes. do understand that rape is wrong and they do understand that women are people and need to be respected yes. and it's okay to treat your wife like you're a queen and, and they do believe all that, but they also believe that it's okay to say, uh, nigga and bitch and on top of that people need to have a reality check because sometimes especially women we're not privy to a lot of the way that men talk about us i just kick that the truth we right. we just don't hear it so when you hear it you're like damn that's kind of harsh or that's kind of mean or i don't view me like this it's because it's not coming from your perspective right like i don't use the words fag or faggot i just i don't i just it's not for me um I find like it's kind of offensive, but I know people that talk like that and I do understand what they're saying. I don't go, motherfucker, no, this is about, you know, I get it. I'm not trying to shut you down. Mm -hmm. I know what you mean. Yes. I, and if you would have said it in a way that I deem to really be just trying to be hateful towards I, gay people, call you out. then I would say something. That's but right. I know that some people grew up talking that way. I know that some people say bitch and they don't mean it as all women are subhuman, blah, nope. blah, blah. But they did learn to talk about, to talk. To say that that is a word that represents women, and it also represents uh, people they don't like, and it also represents physical objects. Yes, like, I'm about to say object, places, things. Right. Yes. Same thing with nigga. Like, I get it. I do get it. It's not about. I'm not trying to shut people down because mm -hmm. they don't talk the way I would like them to talk. Because yes. I don't like to be shut down because you don't like the way I talk. And that's right. Especially if there's some validity to my point and I'm yes. trying to make sense. And I thought that's what Mr. Moody was doing. He was making sense. There was validity to some of his points. And I was like, we need to hear this so we can at least have the discourse and we need to go back and forth on this. Cause he's a real, and I said at the beginning of the show, he's real, he's raw. And he's not, you know, that's just, that's he's rough. Just, that's just the way he's it. he is. And then uh, as far as what she was talking about, Greg, the thing about it is that I enjoy him on the show. His, Me too. His subtleness was like, it's almost, it was almost like you had a balance. You had right. a subtle and then you have, I'm going in. And sometimes you kind of need that when you're talking about different subjects. All right. So she says, um, even the good guys talk like this. Woo. If I never hear Mr. Moody again, it may be too soon. That's not a criticism. Zero shade. Seriously. It's just after listening to his candor, I am convinced I'm going to find bruises on my face and upper body tomorrow when I awake. And a busted lip and a shiner. Damn, you are you sleeping with Chris Brown too? This 
Yeah. I know you're a saber tooth, but you stay away from Chris Brown, ma'am. Far away. Rod, did you, Rod did what he could to write the ship, respecting his guest opinions, yet keeping folks on topic, not clothing, raping dog. Then Karen went in. Karen's skating rink revelations. She stated hesitant. She started hesitantly. She built up to a full throated rebuke. I felt her passion and fury grow. I couldn't move. She held me, gripped me with her voice. And this new Karen, I had not seen yet. Well, I live with her all the time. <laughs> People believe Karen didn't want, oh, if you want another person to co-host the show one day, that's fine. I don't have to be a, <sighs> <laughs> she was a tigress. I was floored. Mind you, I was in my car while listening to the show. It was so riveting. I had an NPR driveway moment when you can't get out of your car. <laughs> yes. Even after you arrived at your destination. So you sit in your driveway parking spot until the segment concludes without you knowing the high art and classical music it, without the, you know, High art and classical music ended loose. Yes, yeah. I feel you. Or the, the I, NPR talk with. Yeah, and I'd be mad when I get out too. Yeah, the NPR talk with be like, well, this is NPR. We thank you for listening. Yeah, to that's the show. other thing. I don't think, and this is not shade to anyone else's podcast, any other shows, any other radio shows. I don't think anybody else would have had this discussion and nope. talked about it the way we did, honestly. Nope. And that, that was one thing that, um, you know, honestly, I did pride myself on that part of the show because I'm like, I never, I've never heard anything like this before. And I listen to everything. And I, you know what I mean? So I did feel like, you know, some type of, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I felt good about that. And I, I'm not going to front. And I'm glad that pe- so many people chimed in and were like, that's a good discussion y'all had. It, it was needed. I've never heard anything. Yeah. This is the and, pinnacle of what you can do with this format of the show. And I'm glad too for the fact that we let women know that you don't have to be victims. And I'm glad too. For the fact that we let men know, don't do it. Just, right. just don't do it. Um, and then here comes Mr. Damn Moody again with his wet, loose, juicy, open, emotional, vagina, cray, cray talk. Mm. In short, it was a car crash. Nay, it was a train wreck. <laughs> now, as it happens, I'm into train wrecks. But, yo, as from as for her, I won't say I love Greg Heard now, though. Though at under 28, he is a tenderoni and I am a saber tooth. Hmm. Uh oh. <laughs> Watch yourself, Greg. I know. But I can definitely say I now appreciate Mr. Hurd's measured nature a bit more. In fact, my reactions to Moody versus Hurt to versus Hurt reminded me how people pick based on the wrong things. Men go for women with EG, the big breasts, tiniest waists and shortest shorts. Women go for facially handsome, excited men who's over six feet tall with nice teeth. Rod, I think you tried very hard to do the very best job at honestly discussing the difficult topic. More importantly, I appreciate Rod doing something that I seldom see or hear, calling out other men and likening the violation of rape to racial profiling of police. And I loved Rod not telling women what to do or how to be, but telling other men what's right versus wrong. I find that significant and commendable. True story. I listened to the very end of the podcast at home. And while I listened, a younger friend called me out of the blue to report that she's rejecting her parents offer to pay for her wedding because they are insisting that as a condition for paying, she has to invite two of two abusers to the wedding. The abusers are her aunt and uncle. They sexually abused her during her teens. The uncle pimped her out for drugs. The aunt arranged some of the cover up. And although the friend disclosed the abuse and rape to her parents, they have never taken it or are 
taking it or her seriously, even after she tried to commit suicide twice as a teen and once as a college student. Luckily, this friend's gotten a ton of counseling and is in a far better place emotionally. Because I just listened to your show after listening to that husband, even struggling struggling around Mr. Moody's comments, notwithstanding his eagle lion wings. Um, I was able to be that much more kind, gentle, and loving in my response. I know for a fact that I even was more I was I was even more accepting and supportive. I was more careful in advising her thanks to your show. Wow. Thank you. Um I'm still feeling some kind of way about that show. Shows like like this make listeners like me go places we're not used to or even comfortable visiting. This may be your strong suit as a podcast. Kudos and bravissimo. I don't know what you did there, but per usual, y'all did the darn thing and helped me help a victim of sexual abuser and assault. Professor LCH a.k.a. Smilodon. And, and we thank you. And and to an extent, uh, maybe it's just me. Yeah, her parents are wrong. It's if she chooses not for them to be there, she has the right to. And Smilodon means knife tooth. And she put a nice little link in there because I was like, the hell is that? So apparently <laughs> <laughs> Smilodon means knife tooth. And that's what saber tooths uh, are called by scientifically. But yeah, thank you, man. And I'm... I felt like this email was like the show. It was all over the place. It was, uh, you know, and, and like one thing I was saying, uh, cause we talked about it a little bit through, uh, Twitter and I was like, mm-hmm. um, you know, your email was as rough and like, and you know, harsh on people on the show and also as kind and realistic and nice as the conversation we had on the show. So mm-hmm. it's, it's really like a uh, meta almost. It's like, yeah, I can see where, you know, you would be like, this discussion is hard to have and it's hard to control. And this person shouldn't have said this. And this person didn't need to say that. And you try to correct it, but he didn't do, do this. And this guy was too quiet and she was too loud. And he was this. And I was able to be like, yeah, you know, I get that because honestly, nobody else would even talked about this shit. Honestly, that ain't that the truth. There's a ton of shows that didn't talk about this or, they didn't go into depth with it and they didn't really confront people and shit. I don't know. I enjoyed the conversation. Me too. Tim says, my favorite podcasting duo. What, what's up? What you don't up? have to, you don't have to read this email on the air, but I just, well, I am, but I just finished your feedback show and I'm impressed with how you handled the podcast beef. I say beef because I can't think of a better word. Yeah, I really do need a better word than beef. I don't really hate these niggas. I appreciate how professional you both are and aren't afraid to say how slash what you feel about a situation. It's refreshing. Even though we don't really know the folks we interact with on Twitter, people still feel the need to walk around on eggshells about a situation. Wrong is wrong, period. When some things are wrong, we have to say they're wrong and move on. The reason people are able to keep pulling the same bullshit is because people don't say shit. They wait till something jumps off and they go, yeah, I knew that nigga was crazy. Yeah. And more importantly, they wait till, um, this is an email, but more importantly, they wait till it happens to them. Right. It's like, well, the shit didn't happen to me. So I'm just going to keep saying everybody needs to get along. Okay. Well, you wait till the scorpion stabs you crossing the river. Um, like I said, you don't have to read this during your show. I know you may be tired of talking about Rashani and Trojan Scooter, but I wanted you both to know I appreciate and admire you publicly speaking out about it and not being afraid to say something and stand by it. Keep up the good work with the show. We will. Thanks, man. And that's for people's credit. DH says it's been a minute. Hey peeps, it's been a minute. But that's what happens when a nigga gets a damn promotion and a shitload of responsibility. He doesn't have time to enjoy a quality show such as the Black Guy Tips. My questions are latest shit. But if a guy goes to get a prostitute and the prostitute turns out to be his daughter and the guy passes out like a bitch, how the shit does the story get to the news media? Yeah, I did wonder that. Somebody had to dial nine one one. 
fuck you bill pull your skirt down nigga your balls are showing man this is old <laughs> props to karen and her pussy no offense intended none taken yoli small titties are still titties yours can be sucked to trust dick is not just a name it's a description yes it is fuck you entitled ass closed-minded never had to struggle motherfuckers who think unemployment recipients are leeches funny don't remember reading or seeing stories about black people jumping out of windows in 1929 give me give me a good stock market crash to bring your bitch asses back to earth i'll be caught up in a bit peace rod and karen thanks dh no problem sweetheart um let's see what else we got here we don't mind people catching up J4 wants to know, why do cheese eaters love animal movies? Have you seen the trailer for this whale movie? The good news, it doesn't have Morgan Freeman in it. Yeah, we saw that trailer. I actually made a joke about to Karen about going to see that. Mm-hmm. She she was not amused. Mm-hmm. She was not amused. I know. I'm not going to see Free Really 85. No. Um, Let's see what else we got here. Uh, At Grizzly Adams on Twitter, random story. Hey, Rod and Karen, I got a random story for you guys. I was what. It was my friend's birthday this past weekend, and we were going to the liquor store to buy some drinks. On the way there, we saw this place, and it was a big-ass sign that said XXX Sorority Girls. Hmm. Sounds interesting. Well, you have to at least check it out. So I took down the number real quick, and I called. The lady answered, and we were talking and such, and then she asked, when are you going to come through? And I said, uh, I don't know. Before I could hang up the phone, she said, when you get horny, call me, and I'll guide your dick in. And I said, okay, cool. Me and my friends get to the place. <laughs> I like how you skipped that part. We're like, And then I called back and went there. Uh, anyway, me and my friends get to the place and it was ultra creepy. Like I get, I felt like the guy with the messed up face from the Goonies was going to jump out and try to kill me. <laughs> Is that Chunk? Is that his name? Yeah. Something like that. Baby Ruth. So we walked in and this white lady along with this, an Asian lady are standing there. First thing they say when I came up was, do you have an ID? I said, yeah, I just I just don't have it on me. They pointed my ass straight to the door. They wouldn't even let me watch the flick they had playing. So about 30 minutes passed. I'm sitting out in the car. My friend whose birthday it is come out looking like Kendrick Perkins when he got dunked on. He said, them hoes want $80 for a titty suck and for them to get naked while you jack off. And the fuck was like $1,400. So, yeah, bitches is expensive. Y'all have a good day. Oh, that you, is, you're welcome, sir. That yeah, is a random um, story indeed. Yeah, um... Like I tell people, it ain't free. It is not free. Yeah, but it ain't supposed to be no $1,400 either, man. No, 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 no. They had, uh, they were overpriced. Yeah. But hey, in this economy, you got to get what you can. I've seen this video so many times, I don't even want to just play it. But it's a YouTube video of these dudes that made a song called Ratchet Girl. Yeah. Um, all I got to say is, them some sassy ass Negroes. That's it. That's my jam. <laughs> now I have to play it. Fuck. I'm sorry, baby. I like that song. Oh, uh, it's, it's, it's okay. It's just, what up, what up? This your boy Emmanuel and Philip. Hudson. Follow me on Twitter at underscore coach and my little brother at feeling myself. All right, all right. Now, and today, this video is finna talk. I'm, I'm finna tell y'all about how ratchet girls. Itself. So we're just gonna play the music. And they performing it live, too. Oh my god, who let her come out the house? Oh. Like that? She ratchet. She ratchet. I'm gonna take this. She ratchet. I'm gonna put this girl on Twitter. She ratchet. I ain't got time for this. I'm 
ratchet. Wanna buy and I with them shoes on. You got you ratchet. Oh, what you wanna punch her in her face? Ratchet. Damn. Oh, she Uh, somebody in the chat room say he sounds like a, a a sassy juvenile. <laughs> if juvenile was sassy, yes. <laughs> if juvenile had sass. <laughs> all right, he man. raps better than juvenile. Um, all right. So yes, sir. Yes, sir. Four exclamation marks from D. Frank. Yes, sir, Rod. I used to listen to you on the score, and I always thought you were hilarious. Fast forward to last week when I found the Prime himself on Twitter. Man, you know how to fill up a timeline, LOL. And I saw you had a podcast, too. Can't keep from laughing out loud on the three train. They look at me like I'm crazy, but fuck it. While they are staring at the floor of the ECPI technical school ad like zombies, I'm enjoying life. And the Tebow religion I subscribe to. Mostly because he does he does him regardless of what anyone else thinks with no apologies. Yep. Anyway, you and Karen keep doing your thing. I'm riding simple and plain. And I and a lot of other people out there fucks with you. Tell that to old boy on Twitter who feels like something is wrong with your audience. So I'm sitting on the three train writing the rest of this email review. I tried to write a five star review, but iTunes won't post my shit. Anyways, you guys show your you guys show is on point. I'm caught up on all the episodes and I'm riding till the wheels fall off. And if they do, I'm going to pound them bitches back on so we can continue this ride. I had to donate and write this review because I had to invest in y'all because y'all real. Ah-ha. <laughs> <laughs> and y'all really, he, he remixed that shit because I was, uh, and it like, aha. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, it's real. That's how it goes. And real talk. Y'all get y'all uh real talk. How can I support the other things I do in life, but I can't support you and Karen who provide me with an outlet to just relax three to four times a week. Anyway, I can't tell you how many times I almost crashed listening to you when chill told Toya to suck her dick. That's every week. I almost crashed. And when chill told that nigga to suck her entire dick and all 10 of her dicks, I almost crashed. And when that nigga Eddie Long thanked Pastor Sandusky for taking over his church in his absence, I fell on the fucking floor. My wife asked me what was wrong, but I could not breathe to tell her. Keep doing this shit, please. Question, why is Chill such a G? No one knows the answer to that. If I was any kind of thug and saw so- and someone saw fit to make a movie about my thuggery, I would hope they cast Chill in my role. And I have to say, damn, Gabby, damn. Oh, and if you guys... <laughs> He didn't even have to explain. He's just like, damn. Uh, anyway. Oh, and if you guys were to set up something like a sports center desk in the room and place a camera a few feet in front of you guys, give Karen a computer, place your poster behind you, that would be hot. I know that shit ain't free, but it would be hot. Yeah. Yeah. If I say, if I say put like this. So look at the camera crew. I about to say, keep donating, y'all. Keep donating. We got big thing shit. Uh, okay. I don't know if that's ever happening, the sports center desk. Oh, we can, we can do some IKEA shit. This just saying, we, we have a scroll. We have a scroll of ratchetness at the bottom. Man kills ten people with sword. You know. Yes. Um. <laughs> uh, uh, I hope you blow the hell up and get on XM or whatnot. You deserve to do this for a living because you two are just that good. And thanks for allowing me to interact with you via Twitter and having a feedback show where I and your listeners can be heard and have a voice on the show we like and support. You actually read everyone's emails. Crazy. And the other podcasts wonder why we call them simps. You and Karen's wit 
love accessibility and your feedback show is what sets you apart keep it up aha and also nigga 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 <laughs> uh, 100 percent nigga <laughs> listening listening for life divine we thank you <laughs> threw that random nigga in there for no reason oh. I just did have a nigga shortage on the show though we have not said it enough poop cop from Ruben says hey Rod and Karen I live in a neighborhood with the poop cop and the badass kids you were right Rod everyone in this situation was in the wrong however there were no problems like this before this family moved in hopefully they'll move out soon damn I knew the motherfuckers was robbing though they article was biased as shit yes it was and they just happened to find a box of stolen goods as the police rolled upon them Word. he was showing the poop cop the knife and they're like come on dog mm. come on dog mm. these little niggas are gangsters dogs mm-hmm. that's right <laughs> they really had him sitting up there like um like raleigh freeman and shit after the teacher called him nigga like wearing glasses and being like i don't know why he would do that <laughs> like no <laughs> you you're a fucking thief dog stop robbing people that's right what up, Rod and Karen? It's been a minute, but after listening to episode 268, I had to give some feedback. Gabby sigh. <sighs> that damn Eddie Long has done it again. This nigga done proclaimed himself to be a king indirectly through some other nigga calling himself a Jew. I saw that video. Yeah, that his last name is probably like Italian and shit. Like the only reason they think he's Jewish is because Karen would call him Reverend Jew. Um I saw this video yesterday morning about four minutes total and I couldn't wait to hear that you and Karen had to say y'all did not disappoint. I didn't even hear the foreskin part yesterday when when I but I did when I did today I shook my head. Eddie Long in his bad wig sitting up in that chair acting like he didn't know he was to be crown king and trying to be humble was disgusting. Yeah I thought so too. When they wrapped the scroll around him and he was wiping tears and the congregation gave him a standing ovation made me want to slap everyone in there and gladly take my first class ticket to hell <laughs> first class <laughs> then the motherfuckers had the nerve to say that he is above the common man and when they lifted him up in the chair i had to turn that shit off that man doing all that talking knew all the shit about the 22 chromosomes and the 22 psalms and all the other shit but forgot one thing I have been to church. I haven't been to church in years, but I believe it is a sin to worship false idols. They can keep playing with God if they want to. One last thing. So at tomorrow's service, is he going to come out with the crown and the robe and them regular ass niggas from the south side of ATL, like you said, are going to carry him out again? Eddie Long has beaten Steve Harvey and Tyrese and has been the true king of the coons. <laughs> <laughs> Rod and Karen, keep doing your thing. And Karen, glad you're feeling better. Thank I hope you, I'm not too late with, for y'all reading this. No, man, you were right on time, dude. Um, so I think, uh, I think we mentioned all the feedback on this show. Of course, uh, tomorrow we will have, uh, Sarone, um, Russ, uh, oh, hey, we got questions in vocal, don't we? Mm-hmm. Okay, do we do that as part of the show or do we, uh, wait till after the show to I do don't, feedback? I mean, it don't matter. Either way, you want to do it, son. Alright, well, uh, we'll do it after the, after the show. But, um, alright, so tomorrow we have, uh, Sarome and we have my man Nova G- Giovanni. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll, we'll have them on the show. It'll be 11 a.m. early start time because of the Super Bowl and I don't want to keep people, you know, missing. And we want to watch the game too? Yeah, and we want to watch it too. So, um, you know, follow us on Twitter at Roderick's Prime. Say that again. That as in D-A-T. Theblackouttips.com. All your black guy needs right there. Stores, donations. Subscribe to the actual uh, page where you get an email update every time we update the page. Mm-hmm. Um, look forward to some random thoughts coming out this weekend. Haven't done those in a while. I got a ton of them. Um, and uh, 
Don't forget to join Facebook. Leave us reviews on iTunes. Five star reviews will be read on the show. All five star reviews. Uh, and uh, I guess uh, there's anything I left out, Karen? Nope. Follow us. Oh, follow the also follow the page on Twitter. TBGWT is Please the page. Do. So if you don't want to get all our ratchetness and don't want us filling up your timeline, you can do that. Oh yes, and please sign up for the uh, email subscription. Yeah, subscribe. So all right. Um, until next time. Uh, love you. You too, baby. Mwah. Got the news for you. You better listen.